102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535 and David Bowie in Rock 102. Good morning. It's back, Steve and David. Just when you think you've heard every kind of mass hat, oh, wait till you hear the one we got for you today from, yeah, the state of Florida. I know, hard to believe. Uh, today is Thunderbird Thursday, by yes. the way, and we have uh, not only... Yeah, I'm wearing my Thunderbird sweatshirt. Look Ooh, at you! Look at that. I'm, Supporting the team. And yeah. I've got a Thunderbird uh, towel, a pink towel from Pink in the Rink from last Saturday, because I was there. I forgot to... I, I've got it in my car. I can bring it in. We can hang it proudly here in the studio. That sounds dirty. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. many wear in the... I got my Pink in the Rink towel. <laughs> oh, All yeah. right. How many wear in the stink? Uh, six. Okay. Yeah. But I, thought. I don't know how you figure that one out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> speaking of pink, um, it's essentially just like a pink dish rag. Yeah. Apparently Elvis, this is a little known fact, Elvis used to have color-coded washcloths. He had red ones for below the waist. Yeah. And white ones for everything else. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's well, an interesting the, thing. There you go, Cliff Clavin. Yeah. Uh, thanks for bringing that <laughs> one to the oh, bar. What is it, Davapedia? Is that what we <laughs> call it yesterday? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Thunderbird Thursday, we're talking to a defenseman, Tommy Cross. And uh, this is a celebrity bartending event coming up tonight. We'll tell you more about the details of that. It's just about 537 with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. This classic rock. It's 549 and Pink Floyd. With back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Highs in the low 50s today with some slippery travel, though, and some ice on your windshield this morning. And by the way, there is great news for Steve's emoji weather coming up a little bit later this morning. Mm, I mean, about that? great news. All, all right. right. All right. Hollywood we'll Trash is brought to you by Aquapump. Uh, Aquapump is an expert on all water supply systems from the well, through the pump, and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, Disney doesn't really seem to be doing themselves any favors lately. In a statement attributed to the LGBTQIA plus employees of Pixar and their allies, obtained by Variety Magazine, employees of the animation studio allege that Disney corporate executives have demanded cuts from nearly every moment of overtly gay affection regardless of whether when there is a protest from both the creative teams and executive leadership at Pixar. Wait a minute. First of all, you threw in more initials than I'm used to there at the end of that. L-B-G-B-T-Q. What were the... I-A plus. What is... I don't know. It's like an alphabet soup. Right. It is. You're I making can't it very uh, difficult I, on, on some of us. I can't keep up with it. But either way, uh, the stunning claim... Is part of a wider reaction to the company-wide memo sent to Disney employees by CEO Bob Chappick on Monday regarding its response to the recently passed legislation in Florida known as the Don't Say Gay Bill. In the memo, Chappick states that the biggest impact the company can make in creating a more inclusive world is through the inspiring content we produce. Uh, according to the Pixar letter, the claim is at odds with employees' experience of trying to create content with same-sex affection approved by Disney executives. Hey, uh... This uh, this little boy uh, seems to have a crush on this little boy. Can we put that in there? Absolutely not. Well, let's let's uh, let's workshop it. Let's talk about it. Let's brainstorm uh, how we can uh, introduce these kinds of relationships. I don't know how Disney is gonna like kind of recover from this because they were such advocates for the LGBTQIA community that uh, you know, isn't it kind of counterproductive to what they were trying to do? Hey. Sesame Street's been doing it for years with Bert and Ernie, and now I think they do have a transgender character well, or something, a puppet on Sesame Street. Sesame Street <laughs> has always been kind of a groundbreaking yes. show. Mm-hmm. 
Disney has always been a militantly family-friendly organization <laughs> yes. to the point where it's not even about the families anymore. I mean, it's it's militaristic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they're going to recover from that, but we'll see. Travis Scott cannot make all of his problems go away just by throwing money at it. The rapper is catching flack from victims of the Astroworld Stampede after he pledged to donate $5 million to charity. They claim Scott is trying to play the good guy act before going to court over the entire tragedy. Uh, Astroworld was a Houston-based festival that ran from 2018 to 2019 before its most recent show was cut short due to an estimated 50,000-person crowd causing several attendants to suffer from crowd crush during Scott's set. This guy. Doesn't uh, all kinds of defendants do like good things after they've been caught right before their trial? Yeah. I Just think to seem like they're decent people? No, no, no. I know I murdered my entire family, but look, I baked a cake and donated it to sick children. Look at all these GoFundMe pages I, de- I yeah. donated to. Yeah. Uh, Black Panther director Ryan Coogler was briefly detained by police two months ago after he tried to withdraw $12,000 from a Bank of America branch and was mistaken for a thief. He says the bank apologized and he has already moved on. To a new bank? Not probably. Maybe. Maybe went to a different bank. Well, the bank ratted them out. Aren't they all tied together anyway, these banks? Probably. Yeah. You make you feel like a criminal. You go into a bank. If you want to withdraw $10,000, it's like all these alarms go off and they make you sign these papers. It's like it's your money and inflation is so high, it's not unusual that somebody would take that amount of money out of a bank. I'm going to have to take your word for it. I can't claim I've ever taken $10,000 out of my own account. No. Or, really? or, or have you have you deposited that amount or anywhere near? I've never near. seen $10,000 right. in my life. Yeah. I highly doubt that, but... Well, not up close. Well, you, you watch somebody take half of whatever you had out of the bank. Exactly yeah. my point. <laughs> Amy Schumer, my favorite person, seemed mm. to take a shot at Louis C.K. saying that men who took advantage of women and exposed themselves in front of them shouldn't be, quote, allowed to come back. Come back? Yeah, what? because he, oh. all the things he was accused of. Career-wise. Then, yeah, he yeah, doesn't right. want him gotcha. to come back yeah. into the realm. Yeah. You know, I kind of, I, I don't know... I agree with that because of the, the nature of what he did. There are certain things that I don't think people need to be completely canceled for over, uh, I don't know. I mean, this this involved actual assault, didn't it, with Louis? Didn't no, he, he never touched anybody. He just he, made people watch him. Right. Which is still kind of an still assault. Still kind of an assault. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. But so, uh, that's kind of gross. Yeah, we need to get Dexter on all these guys, I think, and just... <laughs> Just, Put them away, man. Finish, finish them off. I would think, though, if you're making that much money, why couldn't you just pay for stuff like this? Yeah. Or is it or is it the... Well, I think in Louis' uh, case, he let a lot of money slip through his fingers. If you don't have that, That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right I'm just there. saying, if I had Louis C.K. money uh, and I was into the things that he was into, right? I would just hire well, somebody so nobody would ever talk about you'd it. You'd be making money hand over fist. There you go. You see what ah, I just did there? I just, what I just did? See, you know, he'd still be disgusting, but at least he'd be doing it with consent from the other person. Right. You know? Uh, And after years of dealing with society's expectations of women's appearances, Cameron Diaz has embraced her natural beauty. She says the last thing she thinks about is what she looks like, which includes never washing her face. Ew. You have to wash your face. It has nothing to do about how beautiful you are. It's just hygiene. She does look greasy sometimes. Well, yeah, I like, mean, yeah, she looks good greasy, yeah. but I mean, wash wash that mug lady. Yumma humma. Fright night. <laughs> and is that hair gel? Yeah. Bad, I like so. <laughs> bad lighting on the porch.
Uh, and uh, you won't catch Kim Kardashian criticizing Kanye on her new TV show, The Kardashians. She says she believes in, quote, championing, champ- I can't say that, championing, champ- that is championing a tough one. publicly and criticizing privately. Huh. I don't know. She I, must have had something to say. No, she actually didn't have anything to say, and that's... Uh... Kalen? No, no. She didn't have anything to say either. What about Kanye? No. Kanye's just yelling things at the sky right now. <laughs> Come back to me, baby. I love you so much. Come back. Let's go camping in my Raptor, my, my Ranch, and my Wyoming's. That's what I thought he'd say. And that, my friends, is your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Hi, this is Crystal, and I'm an... The following takes place between 6 a.m., and 7 a.m. It is just about 6 a.m. We're going to have highs in the low 50s for today, but some slippery travel this morning and maybe a little bit of ice on your windshield for today. The weather is brought to you by Adam Quenneville Roofing, Roofing, Siding, Roof Shampoo, and more. Log on to 1-800-NEW-ROOF.NET today. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Starting with baseball, still no deal. Major League Baseball announcing yesterday they canceled the third and fourth series of the regular season, meaning the earliest opening day could occur would be April 14th. For the Sox, that means a three-game series against the Yankees in the Bronx is now gone, in addition to opening series at Fenway against the Rays and Orioles. That stuff was axed last week, so we'll just have to wait and see as the talks continue. Hockey. Number two seeded UMass hockey team beginning its defense of the Hockey East crown against number seven seed Providence. That happens this Saturday at seven at the Mullins Center. In hockey on the AHL level, the Springfield Thunderbirds visiting Charlotte for a two-game weekend set beginning tomorrow. We'll have Tommy Cross, the defenseman from the team, on with us in the 8 o'clock hour. And in the NHL, the Bruins hosting Chicago tonight at seven. You can hear that one on our sister station, Laser 98.5. In basketball... The Celtics beat Charlotte 115 to 101. Jason Tatum had 44 for Boston in that game. And college hoops, Buddy Beheim suspended for today's Big East tournament game against Duke following his punch to the gut of a Florida State player, a strike that his daddy, Coach Jim Beheim, said was inadvertent, but one which the Sun yesterday admitted was intentional and wrong. Here's Beheim. The coach at the press conference being questioned by Mike Waters, a friend of mine and one of the best college basketball reporters in the country. Early in the first half, there appeared to be a play where a buddy caught a Florida State player in the midsection. And I saw the play. The kid pushed him twice, and he swung around and hit him. And I think it was inadvertent, but that's okay. No, I don't think he hit. I just, just He just swung around, and it was contact. The kid pushed him twice. You can't just let people push you around. Not right. My, not my little angel. <laughs> exactly. So this is Coach Jim Beheim caught between being a coach and obviously just a proud papa with his boy Buddy, who is out for that game today against Duke. And in football, quarterback Carson Wentz traded again, this time from Indianapolis to the Washington Commanders. And in other football news, backs will dig into Jerry Jones, the head coach of the Cowboys, who is in total denial. You can't just let people push you around. That's it for your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Procox's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, don't get me wrong. I love my parents. They raised me to be the quivering bag of insecurity you hear before you today. But do you ever look at those people and say, man... 
I wish I had a do-over. Well, imagine how you might feel if you found out that your real father was worth $10.6 billion. Now, in my case, I know for a fact my dad's not worth that much. But there's absolutely no denying that I'm, in fact, his son. But with $10.6 billion on the table, I'd be putting Maury Povich on speed dial and let that man swab anything he needed. Yesterday, the Dallas Morning News reported that a 25-year-old woman is suing Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones to unseal a non-disclosure agreement that was signed by her mother in 1996, proving that Jerry Jones was, in fact, her biological father. Not only that, she claims that Jerry Jones paid more than $375,000 to the woman's mother to buy her silence. According to the lawsuit, Alexandra Davis, who now lives in Washington, D.C., claims that Jerry Jones pursued her mother, who was a flight attendant at the time, fathered a child. Now, not wanting to get that information out into the public, Jerry Jones allegedly paid the mother to secure her confidentiality. Ms. Davis is asking the court to unseal that confidentiality agreement so she can be recognized as Jerry Jones' daughter. Now, I don't particularly care for Jerry Jones or the Dallas Cowboys. In fact, I can't stand either one of them. But with a net worth of $10.6 billion, I would be the first one to call him daddy. I'd mow his lawn, I'd shovel his driveway, I'd even buy him a world's number one dad t-shirt. And I think my real dad would want it that way. Listen, I don't know if this woman is really Jerry Jones' daughter. All I know is Jerry Jones has yet to make a public statement. But I assume that's because she's beyond the age of being claimed as a dependent on his taxes. He also has a wife who he's been married to since 1963. Plus, they have three grown children of their own. Something tells me that Father's Day at the Jones estate is going to be a little bit tense this year. Especially when Maury Povich shows up and says, Jerry, you are the father. But hey, the Mama Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You get on a ladder, you brush your, uh, you put your brush in a can of paint. You don't want to go up there for years to come. That's why you go to Rocky's for Benjamin Moore paint. It lasts and lasts. There are cheaper paints out there, but who wants to be back on that ladder anytime soon? Good people, rock solid service, and Benjamin Moore paint at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 610 and ACDC with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. It's going to be mostly cloudy for today with a high of 51 tomorrow. uh, Cloudy with a high of 55. It's uh, uh, 27 right now in downtown Springfield. All right. Now, when you do the emoji weather a little bit later on, have you seen this? Uh, No. 37 new emojis hitting iPhone next week. There's the list of them right there. Yeah, but I bet you one of them is not a knuckle baby. (laughs) (laughs) One of them is a pregnant man, actually, believe uh, it or not. Ooh, a pregnant man yes. emoji. All right, mm-hmm. I can pull that up on my little. There you uh, go. Right, just, just saying. All and, right. hey, as long as we're talking about facts and figures, it's National Ranch Dressing Day today. Oh. Really? Yes, I have a bunch of ranch dressing facts Yo, for you. do tell. You know, uh, <laughs> when I was saying uh, everybody needs to bring something to the table, I meant not at the dinner. You're bringing ranch dressing to the dinner table. Hey, and, and nothing, you, to, nothing to dip with it? You're going to bring corned beef next week, right? Uh, yeah, I, yep. I'm going to go buy a, a, a thing. Well, i got to get the credit card from the boss today. Nice. Yeah, I see him handing that one. <laughs> oh, corned beef for just the three of you guys? Let me pay for it. Yes. Well, yes, first of all, will. let's establish ranch dressing. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Yes, no, you guys? 
Either way, it's a it's a mixed bag. I'm more of a blue cheese kind of guy than I am a ranch guy. I'm I'm kind of I mean I like ranch. I would not uh, turn my nose at ranch, mm-hmm. but uh, given the choice between the blue cheese or ranch, I'm going blue cheese. Or as long as you're not saying vinaigrette or anything like that. No, was, no, yeah. no, I'm a ranch guy over here. I used to be blue cheese when I was growing up. I have converted fully to ranch dressing. Well, tell us more. Yeah, <laughs> come on, keep I got, going. Listen, I got tons here. Uh, did you know that Hidden Valley Ranch, the maker of that ranch dressing yeah. is a real place? What? Yes. Oh, my God. I just didn't know that. I'm Hold so- on. I got to grab a pen and write this down. <laughs> yeah. A guy named Steve Henson invented ranch dressing in the 50s by inv- uh, mixing buttermilk and different herbs and spices, and he perfected it while living at a place called Hidden Valley Ranch near Santa Barbara, California. Jesus. This, well, is, this is amazing I facts and figures. I know. I've got the audience by a string right now, right? Because I know I got you guys. And the Hook, tissue. line, and sinker, Dave. Uh, the Chicago Tribune ranked the best ranch dressings a while back, and Hidden Valley was number one. And they even had professional taste testers, by the way. Ken's Ranch Dressing, also near the top of that list. You ever taste Ken's Ranch Dressing? <laughs> ranch Dressing? Ranch Dressing, yeah. yeah. Cut some on my chin once. <laughs> uh, according to Mashed.com, who has the best Fast food ranch dressing. Which? which match.com or mash.com? <laughs> mash. Mashed.com. Uh, who has the best ranch dressing? Yeah, if you think about all of the, uh, you know, all of the syndicated you know, fast food kind of places. I never really concerned myself was who was the maker of the dressing. Actually, Usually it's like a wishbone or a, uh, mm-hmm. a Marie's. Yeah, no, I got, I, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm kind of with Dave on this one. I, I got this set up almost like a uh, NCAA grid <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know, bracket competition. Right? You know, all my favorite salad dressings and condiments. Uh-huh. Well, you want to take a guess? Who's first and who's last in the... Ranch dressing category. No, you you don't 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 spare us another minute of all, of this mystery. <laughs> Wingstop number one. I don't know what the hell that is. And McDonald's dead last according to this survey. Really for, for their brand? Yes. Of, yeah. Well, McDonald's. I wonder who they use though, because many times they use like a big name and then they just package it up in the thing and then you know. I I, I listen. I haven't gone to that extent in my research yet, but if you want me to, I well, can. I'm a little disappointed in you, Dave. I thought you would have had more information about this. Yeah, I mean, I mean, seems to me you're barely scratching the surface on this thing. Well, uh, they do have a little note on the Wingstop Ranch dressing here. Apparently, one of their employees went viral last month because he was shocked to find out there's mayonnaise in ranch dressing. Mayonnaise? Yeah. Not And not Miracle Whip, backs. I know you're... Big on that. Damn well, better not be. You know, I bought a uh, a blue cheese that was yogurt based. You ever have that one? Yeah. Yeah, I've had it. Yeah. It's actually not bad. It needs fat though. Fat means flavor. Yeah, but you know who makes a really good salad? It's is the uh, the log cabin in the Delaney House. They have this like chop salad. It's mm-hmm. like bacon and blue cheese and like all that stuff. They usually serve it like uh, at weddings and things like that. I think right. actually they served it at one of our events that we recently had there. What was the last one we had there? Uh, bacon Fest. Yes, the one, yeah, the Bacon Fest uh, back in the fall. Yeah. That's when they, they used, they had that salad there. It was like loaded with bacon. I mean, you can't beat right, that, you can't, right? You can't lose on that. Hey, I got more stats on well, ranch dressing for let, you let here, me, guys. Let me give you a little bit. Uh, I hate to interrupt. Mm-hmm. I know you're on a roll on this, but- <laughs> yeah. Uh, we went to a, to White Lion on Saturday mm-hmm. uh, for lunch, right? And uh, I ordered some wings, and the blue cheese that came with the wings was outstanding. 
Hmm. Really? Like, like almost like you didn't expect it to be as good as it was. I almost would have just wanted a bowl and a spoon. Well, it should be good. The, the, the blue cheese yeah, you serve with some wings. Blue, some blue cheese is good. Some yeah. blue cheese is just okay. Right. This was a this was an outstanding blue cheese. Okay. So like, if Ray Barry is hearing uh, what I'm telling him. I will take an, an entire quart and a straw, please. Hey, as long as you're paying for it, Ray Barry don't give a damn. He don't give a damn. Bax, can you please save the blue cheese talk for the blue cheese segment that we're going to do? Oh, my my mistake. This is is clearly a ranch dressing segment right now. All right. 8% of Americans put ranch dressing on burgers. 36% think cold pizza dipped in ranch sounds good. And this is the shocker 20% have mixed ranch dressing with salsa before, which. Seems sacrilegious to me. I don't know. Do you know why people say salsa? Because they like to say salsa. salsa. <laughs> Do they ever have salsa with their seltzer? They have salsa with their seltzer. I don't see why you couldn't have salsa with your seltzer. And do the salsa dance while you're having salsa with your well, seltzer. Well, that's complicated. Yes. We're doing two completely different things. You know <laughs> that, right? Like, We're yeah. doing Seinfeld. I know you're doing. I know you are. Yeah. Right. Right. Just... It's almost like there's two shows right. running simultaneously. <laughs> Ranch, by the way, has been the best-selling salad dressing in the U.S. since 1992. So there you go. Well, you know, this, well everything I got. Do we even dressing. need to do today? I learned because <laughs> no. man, I just got blown away by all those ranch dressing facts. I don't know about you guys. I could go yeah. home right now. I got a Hidden Valley right here. You want to take a look <laughs> at it? I bet you do. Yeah, <laughs> it's no, no, no. Wait, let's more. open the phones to all the people who want to hear about ranch what, dressing. What best hey. your favorite ranch dressing <laughs> stories. Two nine three one zero two one. Actually, we'll take phones. How uh, could I uh, end this tragedy here? Two nine three one zero two one. We'll take your calls for that. We'll, we'll go with that. Rock one zero two Springfield's classic rock. It's six twenty four, and the Black Crows are back. Stephen Dave and Rock one zero two. Going to be uh, mostly cloudy today with a high of fifty one. It's twenty six right now in downtown Springfield. So we're talking about uh, ranch dressing on National Ranch Dressing Day today. Phones are open at two nine three one zero two one. Scott, Scott is on the phone. Scott, what do you got? Uh, not too much. Just uh, working away here in West Side and uh, overheard. I hate to do this to you, uh, uh, Bax and Steve, but uh, I believe that Ken's, if you ever make it to have an Italian dressing section, mm-hmm. I believe Ken's makes the best Italian. Can I just I'm, ask I'm you? With- can I ask you a simple question? Did you yeah. have nothing else going on today where you said, you know what, there's a salad well, dressing commercial. There's a yeah, salad okay. dressing discussion work. on the radio, and I need to put in my two cents. Thank you, wait, Scott. Whoa, 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 wait. What kind of work do you do, sir, that allows you to just randomly call up a radio station and put your two cents in about ranch dressing and Italian dressing? Let me, let me guess. Let me guess. You're a hostage negotiator or you work in a bomb squad? Or the where, DOT. If, if somebody says, hey, hey, I know you have to... You have to detonate this bomb, but let's talk about uh, let's talk about blue cheese dressing for a minute. Would you stop and say, "Oh yeah, you know what? Ken's makes a good Italian." And, and by the way, did you what, what do you do for a living? You don't have to say where you work, but what do you do for a living? I am a machinist. Oh, a machinist. A machine's not working that well this morning, is it? Huh? If I can use dressing to take 10 minutes out of my work day, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. And and don't pay attention to these cynical bastards over oh, here. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank right, you guys, for calling. You a great day. Yeah, you too, Scott. There. There. Take that. You sons of... 
Well, okay. Well, all right. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Today I Learned is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Today you can learn how Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not, or order the ranch dressing. And now it's time for Today I Learned. I feel like we're going to put a bucket next to you or something. Thanks, Stephen David. You know, today I learned that uh, I should have picked a different career. That's <laughs> what I should have picked. <laughs> Actually, today I learned that the uh, Phil Collins uh, Phil Collins album, No Jacket Required, is named after an incident at a Chicago restaurant where Collins was denied admittance. Collins later appeared on TV denouncing the restaurant, who in turn sent him a sport coat and an apology, saying he could come back wearing whatever he wanted. Hmm. Interesting. Very much like the uh, ranch dressing <laughs> yeah. com- uh, conversation. I don't care anymore. C- that's over the, to- that's yeah. the first thing he ordered when he sat down in the restaurant. <laughs> Can I have some ranch dressing, please? See? Brett, Steve has come over to the dark side yeah, over well, here, there man. there you go. <laughs> nice. We're teaming up on you now, Max. <laughs> I would like to order some ranch dressing so that one day in the future some douchebag will celebrate <laughs> ranch dressing day on Rock 102. <laughs> and that is Today I Learn. <laughs> 630. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. Time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. So the latest on Russia's attack on Ukraine, it's continuing, and a maternity hospital. The latest target in the besieged port city of Maripol, located in southeastern Ukraine, severely damaged by a Russian airstrike yesterday, according to Ukrainian officials who said at least 17 people at the maternity hospital were wounded. Jesus. Right? It's unbelievable. Hello? But they do have a humanitarian corridor set up for yeah. people to escape. Mm-hmm. They got that going for him, which is nice. Come on, man. Well, this is uh, what a tyrant does. He kills people who don't deserve to be killed. Even, Starts fights with people. Even decent, t- even decent tyrants don't do this. Some of your best tyrants out there would, you know, would say, I'm going to avoid the maternity hospital mm-hmm. or the nuclear power plant. Right. Those don't seem like good targets to me. Even Mussolini's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Keep it down there, buddy. Yeah, settle yeah, down there, down mister. There. Yeah, and, I, and I'm, I'm going to let people escape through the humanitarian corridor instead of shooting at them while they try and leave the country. Come on. What is wrong with this guy? It's, it, the whole thing is just well, awful. And unfortunately, we have a lot of deaths to talk about today, guys. Some of it local. Memorial services were held outside Boston yesterday for Massachusetts State Trooper Tamar Bucci, who was killed in the line of duty last week. The police, uh, Springfield Department, uh, Ryan, excuse me, Springfield Police Department spokesman Ryan Walsh, saying that they organized a bus to travel to Revere to attend Bucci's funeral. At St. Anthony's Church, the bus provided to the officers free of charge by King Gray Coach Lines departed from Springfield Police Headquarters yesterday morning and brought a lot of Springfield officers to that funeral. As uh, as you know, heartbreaking it is, as it is uh, to lose a trooper, mm-hmm. especially in, in that fashion. Um, it's just, it's always it, it gives you a sense of pride when you watch the, when you watch the funeral procession. I was watching the uh, I had to. Get some work done on my car yesterday, and I'm, I had I was watching the New England Cable News, and they had the entire the entire procession of the funeral. It's just it's wildly impressive, and I don't know how to say that. What I'm not trying to get excited about death, but do you know that the, 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 the this no, display but, of but, but police departments and law enforcement yeah. definitely uh, you know support their own. 
And that's, yeah. you know, that's, you can't say that about every sector of, uh, of employment in the right. world. I mean, that's just, it's just, it's unbelievable. And, you know, if you see somebody on the side of the road, whether it's a police officer or somebody else, move the heck over yeah. if you're driving Absolutely. by, okay? And pay attention to what you're doing. Got a couple of other stories along these same lines. A GoFundMe campaign launched to cover the funeral costs of 14-year-old Jaylene Gonzalez, described as a beautiful young girl with a bright future ahead of her. Her life tragically cut short this past weekend in East Windsor after police say she was hit on 91 Mm. by a vehicle driven by a 37-year-old man, Jesse Robert Pinchinchi, who was having a text argument with his wife while he was driving. Yeah, we uh, you see this way too often now with the especially with these you know the hands-free bills. Yep, that's all they are. They're just laws, and people don't follow the laws. And listen, I'm not going to be. I'm guilty of it too. I think I think everybody is guilty of it in sure, some fashion. But I, but I mean, how many times do we need to prove to ourselves that get your hands off your phone while you're driving? Keep your eye on the road. That's yeah. It's not that difficult. You do have other technology where you can make a phone call. You don't need to send a text while you're driving. You just don't. Another one here. An investigation underway after a 17-year-old boy was struck by a car on Whiting Farms Road just after 6 p.m. Tuesday this week. Holyoke police telling Western Mass News that the teen was taken to Bay State Medical Center with unknown but significant injuries. His condition still unknown at this time. Yeah, they... they uh well, they'll tend to not update the stories anyway, but, uh, you know, <laughs> that's that's 22 for you. Yeah, hey, we'll update you when we get the information. And then they probably get the information like, no, nah, we're moved on to something yeah, that's, else. Oh, that's yesterday's news. Yeah, that's yesterday's news. We don't need to follow up on anything. We're going to try and get lighter and lighter here with the news after those death stories. So you got any ranch dressing stories you can share? I've got more facts for later on. No, 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 no. I think that's, <laughs> were, that's yesterday's news. Wait, you were being sarcastic, Max? Really? No. So this story is just about uh, lesser crimes. Local mm-hmm. ones, but lesser ones. Sunderland officers called to several incidents this past weekend, resulting in two people being arrested and one person being issued a criminal complaint. Here's the first one. On Saturday, around 4.30 in the afternoon, an officer stopped a vehicle on Route 63 for going 76 miles per hour in a 50. Whoa! While speaking to the driver, a 20-year-old Sunderland man, the officer believed the man may be intoxicated, a field sobriety test was performed, the driver was placed under arrest and charged with operating under the influence. Again, what did we just say? (laughs) Don't text. Don't operate under the influence. He also was charged with negligent operation of a motor vehicle and speeding. Well, I mean, that particular incident is pretty much any other Saturday in Sunderland. Right. But, but the second incident out of this whole thing. Right. Yeah. But th- again, first of all, on the first incident, thank God nothing worse happened mm-hmm. than the guy just getting pulled right. over, right? Was a dead joke Dave from Sunderland involved in any of these uh, incidents? Well, we haven't heard from him in a while. Maybe he, uh, you know... Maybe he was sad he was unemployed yeah, and maybe, he had to yeah, you know, no, I take, get it. take it out on him. I get it. All right, now to your point, Steve. Story number two uh-huh. from Sunderland. Last Saturday around 6.04 p.m. Two, two stories out of Sunderland? What is this, amateur hour? <laughs> we, maybe we should get a guest host. <laughs> we've got three of them, actually. <laughs> All right. This one occurred Saturday just after 6 p.m. Officers called to an incident involving a man yelling and banging on the front door of a home on Old Amherst Road. When officers arrived... 
They learned the man had broken the glass on the home's storm door, and police found intoxicated 19-year-old Averill man in the area. According to Sunderland police, the man believed he was in Amherst and that his friends were inside the home for a party. Hey, he stopped pounding on the door. He said, open up, bitch. This is Uber Goober with the green team. Let me in. What's the name of that girl with the long hair? Uh, uh Rapunzel. Reputa. Yeah, Reputa. Reputa. Reputa the Buta. the Buta. Let down your long hair. Let me grab up the light of your love. love. <laughs> All right, Jay Giles. We done with that for now? Because it reminds me of that commercial with the guy showing up for fantasy night and knocking on the door, and he's dressed like a centaur. Have you right. seen that yes. one? Yes. 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 Similar in this case, but not exactly the same. Here's a, here's the thing. This guy was so drunk, he thought he was in Amherst. Now, granted, Amherst and Sunderland are not that far away from each other, but... Have you ever been that drunk where you didn't know exactly where you were? In all honesty, Steve. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes me too. What? Me but too. recently, for me, no. yes, college, yes, college. But yeah, I, I'm talking like 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd say even post college, there yeah. have been really <laughs> there have been times when you know you you get slightly overserved, and you know what are you supposed to do? What? No. Yeah. What, what What do I look like? Uh, like a like a like a triple A triptych all of a sudden? I don't think so. Where am I? Where I don't even know where I am. There have been times I got so drunk I couldn't spell GPS if you spotted me the G and the P. <laughs> Ooh, that's gross. Uh, this suspect, by the way, who thought he was in Amherst when he was actually in Sunderland and was really drunk and was pounding on the glass in the door, he gave the officers a fake mass license and was then placed under arrest. Oh, that's always the good. See, you never carry your fake IDs with you. No, I, no, yeah. I leave them at home. How old is he? He's how old is he really? Uh, it says he was nineteen. In yeah, this so article. he probably had like a you know. A, yeah, there's a there's a whole ring of these people out there that mm-hmm. make these fake IDs. I remember my my brother's stepdaughter. She was like nineteen or twenty, yeah. I think, and she uh, she <clears> comes <throat> home and then she's like, "Look, I'm from Rhode Island," and her name was something else, and it was like it was a real looking uh, driver's license. Mm-hmm. But with computers nowadays, you could pretty much, you know, c- uh, duplicate anything yep. that looks exactly like the original. And all you got to do is get a barcode with somebody else's information on it. Yep. And then when they scan it under the thing, it says you're 21. Sounds reasonable to me. I think it's a good idea. So that was story. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> that was story number two from Sunderland. We there's do have a, what, what, a third more. Yes. On Sunday, around 3.28 a.m., nothing good happens after midnight, or 1 a.m., or 2 a.m., or even 3 a.m. for that point, but 3.28 a.m., officers receiving a complaint of loud banging noises. Same dude? (laughs) No. This happened outside a home on Montague Road. Officers in the area found a flipped vehicle in the yard. Yeah, and that guy thought he was in Pelham. (laughs) No driver in the car, the flipped vehicle. Sunderland and Deerfield officers found the driver walking down the road. The 34-year-old Turner's Falls man was treated for injuries and given a ride home. The driver telling police he had just plain fallen asleep behind the wheel and crashed in the front yard of somebody's house. He was issued a criminal complaint for operating with a suspended license, negligent operation of a motor vehicle, and an unregistered motor vehicle as well. But not drunk. No. Which is uh which is impressive. Yeah. Well that, I don't that I, would wake you up though from a But the other guy was drunk walking down the street. Yes. Right? Yes. 
Oh, no, I, no, this guy, this guy was not drunk. He, he, he had just fallen asleep and crashed the car. He was not charged. Either that or they didn't fully do their job and they didn't conduct a sobriety test in this case. I don't know. It doesn't say. I don't well, know. they were busy beavers yesterday, so who knows what they were doing in yeah, Sunday over the weekend? That's a busy, busy town up there. Sure is. Did all two cops uh, have to get called in for the incident? <laughs> I guess. Well, no, there were some Deerfield officers involved too. I saw. oh, so, four cops. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> wow. So listen, if uh, the Sunderland Hotline is open, two nine three one zero two one. The Sunderland Hotline. Yes. You can't you can't solicit calls from Sunderland on ranch dressing day, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Who says you can't? I guess you could. You're gonna jam all the phone line in that town. <laughs> well, let's disprove that theory if you want. Two nine three one oh two one. We got highs in the low fifties today, some slippery travel out there, and some ice on your windshield, so beware of flipping your vehicle in other people's yards. It's backs. Steve and Dave on Rock 102. GG. Rock 102. We got the mass hat coming up in just a few minutes, but look, I think the Sunderland hotline is ringing. Let's pick it up. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Uh, it's Adam. What's up, Adam? Uh, you guys are freaking hysterical, man. Fucking, I'm not from uh, Sunderland, but you guys are hysterical, man. Keep it up. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Nice. Thank you. What, how do you feel about ranch dressing? Are you over that one, too? <laughs> No, ranch dressing is definitely the better dressing out there. Uh, All right, get yes. off the phone. Yes. Get off the phone. Yes, about? I like this guy. I like him. I'm on the fence now. <laughs> All right, thanks for the call, Adam. Back, Steve and Dave in the morning on Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 648, and the Eagles on Rock 102 with Back, Steve and Dave in Rock 102. Real quick, tonight... Uh, I'll be uh, joined by a bunch of local celebrities and uh, glitterati at the uh, at the student prince it's the uh, it's a celebrity bartending night to uh, to raise uh, funds for the uh, the western mass uh, boy scouts the western mass uh, council on boy scouting you can find out more information at wmascouting.org and the lineup of celebrities is staggering all right it's me there's cohen there's ray gilmet ray of elvis then a bunch of uh, business people who I have not yet met. So it's going to be amazing. Uh, listen, you got you, Ray Gilmet, yep. and Scott Cohen. That's correct. You have a hard enough time walking up a flight of stairs here in the building. How <laughs> That's are you right. be moving around making drinks? And then you got a guy with a with a fake leg helping you out. Who will be more mobile than I will be. And then Scott Cohen, who needs to be carried by other people anyway, whatever he does. Oh, he'll be half in the bag. But as you know in these things, I'm a very heavy pour. Well, good luck with that one. And so. go get your drinks from Bax. I will be at Twin Hills for the Western Mass Baseball Hall of Fame induction dinner alongside... Mayor Dom Sarno, who I'll get to meet oh, look at for, that. Very for good. the first time tonight. You didn't meet him at the Thunderbirds game last week? I didn't see him. Is he there for most of those or not? Oh, he's uh, he's got his own like VIP. Oh, he's got the yeah. Dom Dom box down That's- at the front. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing tonight, Steve? Uh, I'm not uh, doing anything you're doing. Oh, or yeah. him. You, you or go. him. I, yeah. Terrific. I have no, I have, uh, unlike my wife's credit card, I'm carrying a very low rate of interest. <laughs> <laughs> As for the weather... <laughs> I don't know. Who cares? 24 and <laughs> Wow. Mm-hmm. You don't have any interest, do you? No. My God. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat. Going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. 
this one to rival a couple of the stories from Sunderland that we covered a few minutes ago. This one from Florida. Yeah, I know. Hard to believe something really stupid happened in Florida, right? A 31-year-old woman, Catherine Theodore, arrested over the weekend while driving under the influence of... Alcohol? Nope. Ecstasy? Uh, Glue? You guys will not... I give you 10 guesses. Bath salts? No. Uh, Sucrets. <laughs> what? Flintstone chewables. No. You, you ready? Yeah, go, go, tell us. We're waiting for you. She was driving under the influence of deodorant. You can do that? She was huffing right guard ah. because the cop ah. pulled her over on the highway and investigated the car because it reeked of the stuff, and there's a pile of empty cans of right guard aerosol in her car. There's even a photograph to go along with that. So I'll post it on the Rock 102 Facebook page. Of all the horrible smells I could uh, think of to <laughs> huff with, <laughs> right guard would be the last one that I would use. Like it, it, right guard has it, is like is it still in that brown generic yes. can? Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh it just has that musky smell to well, it. Well, two things. One, I didn't realize you could still buy Right Guard aerosol deodorant. Right, that's 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 not uh, that's not earth friendly. Yeah, I mean, right? like trying to go to a uh, like a, con a convenience store to buy a bottle of Anison. Yeah, good luck finding that. The other Anison? thing is, they still make Anison. Right. Had I known that you could catch a buzz off a of Right Guard, <laughs> I would have done that years ago. Uh, yeah, but I'm just. Uh, there's got to be other better smelling things to 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 do that. With. I agree with you, Steve. Mm -hmm. I would be a secret guy. I think I would go for secret. You would go for a secret. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I got you, a secret for you. Yeah, I got a secret for you. <laughs> you? You got? What would you? What then? What would it be if you were going to huff uh, something? I uh, in the deodorant aisle. Maybe a uh, maybe a Stetson or a <laughs> yeah uh, right a brute high karate for me every time or a Dracar Noir. Well, that's an act of desperation. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's something that requires rehab. That always smelled like a hippie to me, by the way, Dracar. It's like it had that patchouli kind of smell to it. Oh, Dracar, Dracar Noir. Back, that was back, like 1971. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, back in my day, there were only two kinds of dudes. Well, three kinds of dudes. <laughs> There'd be uh, the guys who wear polo, yes. the guy that wear the Dracar, yeah. or the dudes that wore nothing at all. Yeah, those are the ones you wanted to stay away from. I, I couldn't right. afford most food items when I was that age. I, I'm not going to buy fancy colognes for Christ's sake. I never uh, like it took me. It, it was like my other friends who had to tell me about the deodorant thing. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Not that like my dad always had Right Guard for years. He would just spray the Right Guard under his under his shirt. Were you like a stinky little fart machine as a kid? But, no, but <laughs> but the difference between Right Guard and like an Antiperspirant and deodorant mm -hmm. are two completely different things. That's why you want to get them both in the same bottle. Yes, right. I, when, when <laughs> I, how many times I've been duped by saying, "Oh, I'm just going to grab this old spice deodorant," and then that's all it is is deodorant. It's just to make right. you smell better. So it just yeah. covers up, and you're meanwhile you're sweating yeah. like uh, crazy, yeah. and you know, so, yeah. yeah, you need the both together. For I sure. just carry a bottle of cologne with me. I take a, a what I call a Rock 102 shower. <laughs> wherever I go. Oh, yeah, when none of us ever bathe around there, we just spray ourselves with perfume. Yeah, it's work release wash. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we used to have a uh, woman of the night listening to our show in Syracuse, and she would call in right after her, what she called, whore bath for the night. Her whore bath? Yes, just kind of the same thing. Wash under the, you know, just do a quick, uh, you know, under the pits, around here, you know, <laughs> get, get the parts done and move on. What that's was she doing calling you? She was, I think, in, either in between... Quote, tricks or huh. just done for the night. 
And, you know, going home at that point. I'm on my way home, Dave. (laughs) I just sprayed myself with some vanilla extract I found at the store earlier. I smell... I smell like a French vanilla whore. I smell like a box of a box of ice cream and shame. So, what do you charge the woman in Florida with? Is it DUD? Dud? I don't know. Driving man. under deodorant or DURG for driving under right guard? I had or? no idea you could catch a you could get high on that kind of thing. Uh, the cops, otherwise, I, otherwise, I'd be mainlining like a Men speed stick. You can get high <laughs> on so many things. You know, you can get high on sucrets. Really. Really? Yeah. Well, Apparently, uh, if you take a bunch of sucrets, yeah. not just like one box, like a, like a bunch of boxes, right, and put it in like a like a cookie pan or yeah, like yeah. A, like a like a baking dish, mm-hmm. and then melt it all. If you scrape off the top, it's all the hallucinogenic stuff that uh, will make you go whoop whoop. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. And it soothes the throat. Maybe I shouldn't be telling people how to do yeah. this, but uh, <laughs> well, this is one of those things. I had a friend who was worried about his kid, you know, getting into all kinds of you know substance, and one of the things he was doing yeah. was was melting secrets. He's like, "Come home for one day, and all there's the whole house smells." It's it's a sucrets. We're baking sucrets today. You're the Walter White of lozenges. I am the. Well, I didn't do it myself yet, but I will. <laughs> uh, this woman, by the way, who was pulled over after huffing yeah. all the deodorant, she was also impaired. Cops could tell and admitted that she'd done some drinking earlier in the day as well. So she was mixing her right guard with her booze. I was gonna as say, well. how high can you get off a can of right guard? I don't know. Well, as I said, there was a pile of them in her car. They had been, Lord knows how many she had used just recently or how long that has been piling up in her car. She is facing official DUI charges. Shouldn't this bit be about somebody from Massachusetts called the Mass Hat? Oh, no, no. See, this is the well, point. Well, You're in Florida. Chances are they're from Massachusetts. <laughs> good, good point there. But we are proclaiming these people Mass Hats. We're crowning them from here in the Bay State. No matter where they are, they can be recognized as Mass Hats. I don't know. I'm just saying that the name should be synonymous with the state that we're living in. And that's why you did that. And otherwise, you just call it the Ass Hat Award, and then we could just do that. I still think you could win the Mass Hat Award and be from another state. I think we're having a a disagreement on locality. (laughs) Coming up in just a couple of minutes in the 102-second sports. Look, somebody's in the Hall of Fame. Stay tuned. following takes place between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. It is 7 a.m. on Rock 102. We're going to have highs in the low 50s for today with some slippery travel this morning and some ice on your windshield you might have to deal with. The weather is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well, through the pump, and into the house. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Starting with hockey. Springfield Thunderbirds visiting Charlotte this weekend. We'll have Tommy Cross, the defenseman from the team, on the phone with us a little after 8 this morning. In the NHL, the Bruins hosting Chicago tonight at 7. You can hear that game on our sister station, Laser 98.5. In basketball, the Celtics with another win. They beat Charlotte 115-101. to 101. Jason Tatum had 44 for Boston in that game. And college basketball, Buddy Bayheim will be suspended for today's Big East tournament game as Syracuse takes on Duke. He punched a Florida State player in the gut a strike that his daddy coach Jim Beheim thought was inadvertent but buddy Beheim the son has come forward and said nope I meant to do it and I shouldn't have done it so at least 
He issued a mea culpa in football. Carson Wentz, the quarterback, traded again, this time from Indianapolis to the Washington Commanders. And in golf, Tiger Woods officially inducted into the World Golf Hall of Fame yesterday. The 46-year-old was introduced at the ceremony by his 14-year-old daughter, Sam. And speaking of Hall of Fame induction ceremonies, I mentioned it tonight is the Western Mass Baseball Hall of Fame induction ceremonies at Twin Hills. Among those inductees tonight, Holyoke's own, Mark Wollers, the former relief pitcher for the Atlanta Braves. And speaking of baseball, is the season going to happen or not? What do we think about that? Well, Bax has his opinion. Coming up next in his View from the Couch on Rock 102. The Connecticut Lottery and... And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I don't know if you were aware of this, but opening day in baseball was supposed to begin 21 days away from today. Instead, because the game is being managed by a gaggle of inflexible idiots, they have now canceled the second week of the regular season due to the inflexibility to agree on a new labor agreement. This comes after hours and hours of disagreements, bickering, posturing, negotiating, reframing, backstabbing, lying, deceiving, and intermittent bathroom breaks. And yet, here we are having to cancel games because nobody's willing to blink and accept a compromise. And yet, somehow, Commissioner Rob Manfred is under the impression that in spite of canceling the first two weeks of the regular season, they'll still be able to squeeze out in a complete 162-game schedule even though the earliest they can get back on the field would be in the middle of April. Now, as it turns out, that's not going to work for me. I have a lot going on during the middle of April, including the filing deadline for my taxes. No, these guys are going to have to do something better than that. The big issue now, beyond their inability to reasonably agree on some core economic issues with the union, is how to proceed with an international draft, which suddenly became an issue at the last possible moment, as if the owners were looking to jab the union just one last time with a pointed stick. The union doesn't really want an international draft. International players don't really want an international draft. The owners, on the other hand, after making fractional progress in other areas, apparently dumped this one on everyone's lap. That suggests that the owners are a bunch of smug little jerks with all the money and power. How that didn't occur to anybody is beyond me. But the longer this thing goes on, the less I find myself interested in bringing baseball back at all. And I actually like baseball. I just don't particularly care for any of the dopes and dirtbags who are driving it into the ground. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The New York Times tested all the great gas grills in the world. The Weber Genesis grills are the best, according to the Times. Well, you know what? Weber Genesis grills are on sale all month right now at Rocky's. Get a great deal and get ready for a delicious summer of grilling with your new Weber from Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 709 and Stevie Ray Vaughn. We're back, Steve and Dave, on Rock 102. I had some of that scuzz on my windshield this morning. Had to scrape it off. Had to use the defroster. You might have to do the same. Some slippery travel this morning. But then it's warming up. Highs in the low 50s for today. You know, I told you back a couple of months ago, and uh, Dave, you probably didn't hear this from me, but I, I had to order a new microwave at my home because there was something wrong mm-hmm. with, like, the, the inside of the microwave was, like, peeling off. Oh, yeah. So I was like, I can't, uh, I can't continue to serve food out of this thing. Right. So uh, I went online, and uh, I didn't really want to spend a whole lot of money on a brand new microwave because uh, you know I use the air fryer more 
but you still need a microwave. Sure, you melt things. So I uh, I ordered this Amazon <clears throat> microwave that comes with uh, an Alexa dot. You know, one of those mm-hmm. little dot things. Yeah, right. And uh, it's you can tell it what to do, and it'll cook the food for you. Pretty really? neat. Hmm, so that I is can cool. I can stand wow. in my kitchen and go, hey. That lady's name, I don't want to say it because it makes everybody's thing go off. Right. What, Alexa? Yeah. Don't <laughs> do that. What? Don't. <laughs> You're like, hey, uh, hey, uh, Allison. Uh, <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, Allison. Uh, uh, you know, microwave on high for one minute, right? And then the thing starts up and it microwaves. Pretty cool, right? Wow. Yeah. But it feels like this 21st mis- century misogyny <laughs> kind of thing. Like you're ordering a woman to cook your food. You're like, Listen, you cooked that for a minute, okay? Listen, I want you to mm-hmm. defrost 1.7 pounds of pork chops. But Fast! It, it is kind of surreal that we're living in this, everything is connected. Uh, yeah. You know, my girlfriend does the whole, she has the lights, every, all the lights in the house. Or you could go, say, turn on the living room light and the living room light will come on. It, and, and it's it's kind of weird how we all saw this, you know, 30 years ago in movies, like this was going to become mm-hmm. a thing, and you're like, nah, that's never going to happen. 30 years ago? It was like 60 years ago with the Jetsons well, cartoon, I was, right? I was more referring to like the like when Back to the Future 2 yeah, came yeah, out back yeah. in like 1989, mm-hmm. and they had the whole, you yeah. know, all these, all of those things in that particular futuristic scene where they're in the, the family house of Marty McFly. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of that stuff has come true. We have tele tele video conferencing, and and we have uh, the, the self tying shoes, self tying shoes, the uh, the microwave that cooks things for you. You know what I would still like though, and they don't have this yet, but I would love to have this. One of those tubes that takes you from the garage to the living room. Oh, that would be pretty awesome. Yeah, like the, the same thing you see at some banks, but that's going out of style. I love those. The pneumatic tubes. I yeah, think no, but I'd like those for like human purposes. Yeah. I mean, not, not just, to, just to, to go to a bank when I can do most of that stuff online. Although, we'd probably get stuck in it like that woman on the Norwegian cruise line we talked about yesterday. I was feeling more like a, an Augustus Gloop from, uh, from Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Uh, but we do have a, a study here about robots, uh, a new survey. Oh, do we have the, the most Oh, yeah, thing? I'm sorry. Yes, go ahead. Go this, ahead. This is what I'm going to do every go time on. Dave says survey or I say survey. Yep. Survey said. There you there go. You go. Right? Perfect. Uh, 15.5% of people have already had sex with robots or own one. 15%. Yeah, they interviewed a total of uh, 3,292 people to find out about their familiarity. I hate those words. With, uh, with an interest in sex robots. Sex robots are becoming increasingly well-known, sparking concerns about their use and potential impact on society. They're getting more and more realistic every year. Some can even talk and simulate basic interactions with real people. Uh, They conducted two surveys to find out how many people had personal experience with sex robots, what people thought about interacting with them, and what they think might happen in the future. Uh, Here's some highlights. More people would have sex with a robot than invite someone over for casual sex. Well, I told you about that movie, Ex Machina, that yeah. delves into all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Pretty good and pretty hot <coughs> as well. Listen, uh, you know, when I think of robots, I think of, uh, you know, Rosie from the Jetsons. Yes. I think of the robot from Lost in Space. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even uh, uh, Data from uh, from Star Trek. Yeah. But I am not, uh, I don't find robots to be all that appealing. Who's that other one? Johnny Five? Was that the guy from... Uh, was, was, was that Short, uh, Circuit? Short Circuit? Yeah, Short Circuit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, don't find, I don't look at that and say, ooh, that's hot. He I don't was, do that. He was much more colorful in Short Circuit 2 than he was in Short Circuit <laughs> oh, yeah. 1. And Steve Gutenberg, psh, 
Emmy-winning uh, sure. performance. Never gotten recognized. Has he for ever it. been terrible in anything? No, no. Uh, all those Police Academy movies. He's been worse than terrible. Uh, let's see. Forty-one percent of respondents believe that using a sex robot qualifies as cheating on a romantic partner. Come on, she just lies there and doesn't do anything. <clears throat> Much like you, honey. <laughs> oh. Well, I don't know if it's cheating if, uh, you, let's just say, uh, you incorporated the robot into your existing relationship. Yeah. Or, am like I, a, or am I talking a little too kinky for you youngsters? It's like, like a two and a half some. Yeah. Well, yeah, right. That would be kind of weird <laughs> yeah. to have the robot going at it. Mm-hmm. I bet you there's a, I bet you there's porn videos out there that have those things on there. I'm, the sure, I'm sure there are. Uh, 51% of respondents thought that sex robots of the future will make objectification of people worse. Hmm. Well, going back to the cheating thing, I, I think you might get away with like not calling it cheating, but I don't think your girlfriend or your spouse would would go for that. I'm just saying. No, no, probably no, no, not. No, no. Uh, I, I, and I can't imagine uh, you know even bringing up the subject of wanting to bring right. a robot into the house dangerous, for that purpose. Dangerous. I mean, unless the robot was going to like uh, you know vacuum the rug, right? You know that would be good. Yeah. That, well, the Roomba put away my dishes. Wouldn't mind that. That'd be a good use of a robot's time. Rosie on the Jetsons. That's right. Yeah. Man, she was like, yeah. Right. You have that apron she had on? Take oh, that. Mr. J. But if you need Mr. J, that would be fine. I, I'd love that. Uh, 52, or where was the, oh, child sex robots. This is, it was, yeah. this oh, is no, one of those ones no, that, yeah. Oh, no, no. Because they believe that, uh, well, there are certain people out there that believe that giving pedophiles uh, robots and dolls instead of, you know, real kids mm. uh, would be a good idea. Only 35% of people think that's a good idea. 50% believe they were a bad idea. I'm actually surprised how high that 35% number is. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't know if they realize that it's not just about sex, but a compulsion for other things Yeah, when it yes. comes to that. Uh, 44% of people were interested in visiting a cyber brothel, and 45% uh, thought that sex robots would replace human sex workers in the future. Well, that's going to put a lot of people out of work. That's sure not is. fair, man. That is. Yeah. What about the ladies that work hard for the money? Yeah. They work hard for it, honey. They, she works hard for the money. <laughs> and you better treat her right, right. too. Ah, yeah. Right. That's the whole lyrics right there. The, did you forget the lyrics? I did forget the lyrics. Wow. Yeah, I, I, you know, <laughs> love to love your babies where I, where I stopped uh, following along with the Donna Summer lyrics. Well, we should uh, we should go into the Neutron dance by the Pointer Sisters. Ooh, now we do. Yeah, yeah, there now you go. Beverly Hills Cop. Mm -hmm. Love that. It's uh, 717 with back Steve and Dave at Rock 102. Hey, it's Pat Kelly. Join me. Rock, one, rock 102 with back Steve and Dave. Queen. That tune, interesting, Freddie Mercury playing grand piano and something called tack piano, which I'd never heard of before, but apparently it's a piano where they put thumbtacks somewhere inside of it to create that sort of plinky yeah. sound that you hear. There. That's, uh, that, that is something they do. That's why sometimes they even put like a, like a piece of wood hmm. on the strings to kind of uh, you know, change the tone. Yeah, well, I didn't catch that. Maybe I'll hear it again after 10 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's time for the uh, Ultimate College Brackets competition, Rock 1-2's Bracket Brawl, presented by the new Bud Light Seltzer. Hard soda. You go to rock102.com and sign up starting uh, well uh, at 11 o'clock on Sunday, March 13th, which, if you're uh, paying attention, is this coming Sunday. You can make your picks, and uh, for the whole tournament, if you uh, make the best picks of the whole tournament, you get a $500 cash card. Pick every game correctly, and you could win $1 million. 
Yeah, if your bracket is busted early, you could still be chosen at random to win a $200 gift certificate to Geo's Pizzeria. In Hamden, uh, the way pizza, the way you like it, it's Rock Two's Bracket Brawl, presented by the new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, Geo's Pizza, and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Actually going to be a nice day today, uh, sunny and a high of 51. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 55. It's 24 in downtown Springfield. Don't forget, daylight savings time begins oh. this weekend. Oh, so make sure you set your clock ahead one hour on Sunday morning. You know, uh, this is kind of a weird thing. Uh, I had to, one of my kids uh, is on my my cell phone plan, mm-hmm. and we had to replace the phone mm-hmm. this week. Yeah. Because, and I don't know how this happened. It fell into a toilet. Hmm. And uh, most iPhones are yeah. water resistant to a certain depth for a certain period of time, but this one was dead as a doornail. You didn't, wow. get, uh, you didn't get poo coverage on that? No, no, didn't get the poo coverage. Uh, didn't, uh, and, you know, I suggested uh, dropping it in a bag of rice, mm-hmm. which you know, uh, apparently uh, absorbs all the moisture, and you keep it in the bag for like a day or two days. Dead. So Not I, I, I Not tried, moving. I tried to. I did that once, and I tried to put my phone in a bag of that uh, Uncle Ben's uh, yeah. ready in ninety seconds rice. It right. didn't do it. No, it did not dry it out. You'd think that would be faster. Yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah, not. Mm. Anyway, uh, so we had to get a brand new phone, and uh, damned if uh, if like uh, Apple hasn't figured out a way to just stick screw it to you. you. <laughs> stick it to you. Yeah, you know, because you, you, it's it's never just you buy the phone. Outright, I mean, you could do that, of course, but you apparently save money if you pay for it over time, which is counter, which is counterintuitive to every other time you finance something with interest and everything. But at the end of it, you get the phone, and uh, they give you the charging cable inside the box, mm-hmm. but they don't give you the cube. Oh man! The cube, which is the only way you can charge the new phones, is a brand new cube. You can't use your old cubes. All the cubes are different now. It's an extra nineteen bucks. Yeah. 19 bucks for a cube. I really get frustrated when they do that, when they change the cords. You know, now, and then they're really pushing for this, like, wireless charging Mm -hmm. unit thing, which doesn't really work that well. You have to kind of position it exactly over where that Apple used to be on the back of the phone. Now they don't really have that anymore. And and if you have an OtterBox, it makes it even worse because it takes that much more effort for the energy to you know charge the battery. It sucks. I got I got one of them chargers for my uh, my Apple Watch. That thing uh, that thing charges up in no time at all. Of course, it's only size of a postage stamp, and it doesn't last very long either. You have to charge it every day. Like, oh yeah, like, no, you do. Yeah, but nevertheless, man, they 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 got you. The moment you walk it into mm-hmm. the store, they can look at you and they'll say, "Hey, here's another sucker." Good thing we're a bunch of geniuses figuring out how to jack this guy full of cash. They got us just like the gas companies got us right now for travel man. there, or in Steve's case, <laughs> the attempt to book a an airplane flight somewhere oh, as God, well. That ain't happening. Yeah, that ain't happening at all. You're gonna take the. You're gonna gonna drive. I'm gonna wind up driving. You know what? I mean, it's gonna cost. If I try to fly, it's like five thousand dollars, and uh, that is uh, five thousand dollars more than I would have liked to have spent on a vacation. Right. Uh, so I'm not gonna do that because it's just. It, it's not that important to me. I can drive. Mm-hmm. I just figured might have been helpful if I didn't have to, but right. now I have. To. But if you if you took a, a plane, you'd have to get a rental car. There's yeah. another way they jack you. 
$800. And somebody told me about this Costco thing. I went on Costco.com yesterday because they do rentals too. I guess you can book through them. Right. Yeah. It was like $50 cheaper. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, ooh $750. $750. And that's for the week, I think you said yesterday, right? Yeah, which yeah. is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, like when we walk around out in public and we're trying to you know do things, do we look like we're made of money? Look at us. The most lovely group of people I've ever seen in my life. So hole, in, hole in my sweater here and the yeah. elbow. I yeah. got a hole in my sock. What kind of man makes it, you know, with a full-time job, has got a hole in his sock and comes to work? So you know what I did yesterday? Went over to Rookie Tire and got uh, four fresh sneakers for the minivan. Because that's go. where it's going to be the, the family truckster. Well, you may be asking yourself, where are the cheapest gas prices in and around Springfield? I'm here to help. I got that coming up next in news on Rock 102. It's the lucky month. St. Pat... 7.32 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. This month, Yankee Home is offering $1,400 off installation with no money down, no payments, and no interest for a full year. Visit YankeeHomeImprovement.com and always use the keyword Rock 102. It's time for news. And here's Dave Coombs. So uh, we've been talking about gas prices, obviously, and continuing to rise, sometimes as much as twice a day with these gas hikes both nationwide and here in the Bay State. And so you can use something called GasBuddy.com. I know people have mentioned this before, but here's an update on some of the cheapest, or my mom always told me don't use the word cheapest, the most affordable uh, gas prices mm-hmm. in and around Springfield. For instance, four twenty nine a gallon at a sit-go on Carew Street near the Mercy Medical Center. That's not okay. bad, okay? Also... You got, let me see here, 419. And let me see if I can figure out where that one is. Uh, across the uh, river over in Agawam at a sitco over there. So there's a bunch here. You can look at the map and you can choose, you know, your spot and try and get the cheapest gas prices you're traveling around. I've been seeing the pictures online of people posting the uh, the lines at like BJ's and Costco cuz those are the two places that typically have the cheapest gas cuz your right. club membership or yes. even the stop and shop up on uh Memorial Drive in right. uh, in Chicopee. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know. I mean I don't I wouldn't wait that long. You're pro- how much gas are you burning idling there, waiting for the next uh, car to move up? You know, well, it's funny you say that. My stepfather, who was a nuclear submarine captain for 25 yeah. years, is big on all this stuff. And he's if 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 he's going to be idled mm-hmm. for more than 90 seconds at a stoplight or anywhere else, he turns the car off. But doesn't it take more to start nope. the car back up? You, you, nuclear submarine? He knows. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's no, it doesn't. Yeah. So. Depends on how many times you have to do it, I guess. But I, I remember, like back when this last happened, when the prices went up back in like 2011 or 2012. There, there was all these tips like, "Oh, take the hose of the gas pump and then tip it up so you're getting that very last drop." Right. right. You know how much of that stuff evaporates before it even gets <laughs> down into the tank? If you have a little drop like that, it's sure. not going to make a difference. Whether you get it in the tank or not. Well, yeah, I've been reading stories about how you know if you if you drive uh, like over the speed limit, you're 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 burning more gasoline and you have to you know fill up your tank uh, mm-hmm. more often. But I'm thinking, listen, if I got to fill up my gas tank, I got to get there quick. I'm I'm flooring it to get to the uh, to the gas stations. Yeah, Shaq of all people had an interesting theory on this on whatever that NBA show is on TNT with him, or he, I don't know what yeah, the hell okay. He said, look, psychologically, he says, just fill up halfway each time. So don't let the gas tank go all the way to empty or even near it when you've 
got about the halfway point, just put in another 20 bucks and keep doing that over and over again. And then it, does, it doesn't hurt so much. It doesn't feel so bad. Yeah, but you're still ultimately spending the of, same of, amount of money. Of course you are. But it, but again, psychologically, that was, yeah. and you know what? For Shaq, that was pretty heavy thinking I, right there. You know, I, Shaq's a great guy. And mm-hmm. he does, you know, he does a lot of stuff with giving away his money. He mm-hmm. makes dreams come true for, you know, he'll buy things for people in like Walmarts and, you know, things like that. But I have a really hard time listening to somebody who has lots and lots of money yeah. telling me how to save money, because that's not like how he did it. Well, I know, right. but no. how, do you, how do you think he keeps his money? Well, um, he probably, you think he, you don't think he has somebody driving his ass around all these different places? No, I'm Having sure he, car services pick him up? Sure, he drives a very uh, energy efficient smart car yeah. around town. Yeah. yeah, he seems like the kind of guy that would uh, be driving one of them Humvees with the, I, you know, Two miles to the gallon. I don't know. I, you know, I think he's fairly responsible. He, I mean, he signed up to be a police officer in his hometown a couple of years mm. ago. And he didn't I mean, get the job. What's that? He didn't get the job. No, he did. No, he's he, an actual. Uh, yeah. He's deputized. Yeah. Huh. So I don't know. I think he's kind of trustworthy, Shaq. I mean, I think he's kind of a doofus at the same time. But you know, I always wanted to hey, find I, out about that career world. If we only had somebody here to tell us about what it's no like idea. to be a local police officer, that would be information. <laughs> okay. That would be, be helpful great. information. Yeah, if we ever get Shaq on uh, on this show, yeah. and I don't see why we couldn't. Just a matter of a simple two or three dozen phone calls. <laughs> uh, you should go right up to him and says, "I don't know about. Uh, I let me tell you what I think about you, Shaq, and see what happens." All right, if yeah. you want me to. I mean, he's, he's only the biggest human being alive. I mean, I think, uh, I think you stand a good chance. He's moving up here. He's working in Burner's Balls next week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll wear a Rock 102 t-shirt while I'm doing it, so in case he hits me in the nose, it gets bloody. We get a lot of press out of the whole Perfect. thing. Perfect. So, Russia's attack on Ukraine continues. A maternity hospital, the latest target, located in southeastern Ukraine, severely damaged by a Russian airstrike yesterday, according to Ukrainian officials who said at least 17 people inside the maternity hospital were wounded. I don't know if those stats have elevated since the report came out. I don't know. It's unbelievable. Closer to home, Mika Ort, a 21-year-old Winchester woman, fatally stabbed by an accused stalker while she was studying overseas in the Netherlands. The Dutch man, the perpetrator, one of those old jealous Tinder dates of hers, according to the deceased's sister. Apparently, that guy had been stalking her for weeks and even had put a GPS tracking device on her bicycle. You know, um, I I was talking to somebody a couple of years ago, and uh, she told me that, uh, like, an ex-boyfriend or whatever mm-hmm. had put one of those things in her car. Yeah, I've heard of this, too. And it was like, you know, they had broken up. You know, it was, obviously, it was, you know, she was the one who initiated the breakup right. because it just wasn't working out. Mm-hmm. And rather than, uh, you know, this person act like, a, you know, a mature human being and say, uh, okay, mm-hmm. uh, I guess you don't want anything from me anymore. I'll leave you alone. He went above and beyond the you know trying to get you back kind of thing. Right. You know it, it was it was beyond I miss you. You know mm-hmm. he she would be somewhere like let's say she went out to a, a bar somewhere with her friends mm-hmm. right and then he would text her and say hey where are you right now and then uh, she would say well I'm at and then she would not say where she was she would say I'm at Target right and he goes 
I don't think you are. And then all of a sudden wow. he would show up at these places. It, the, yeah. People are creepy, man. You know, people, I, I watched uh, the, the Tinder Swindler. Yep. I think I, I forgot which one of you guys recommended it. I, I think I did. I saw it too. Or maybe, did you see it as well? Yeah, I did too. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. I think we were talking about it before we started this new venture about yeah. ranch dressing day. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, anyway, I mean, I'm watching this thing. I'm going, I thank God that I never had to go down that road. Yeah. I mean, I know you've done some online dating. I mean, yes. you have too, Steve. Mm-hmm. But not that type, though. The no. More legitimate, no. you know. Well, I mean, Tinder is. I mean, yeah. I mean, how how illegitimate could it be? Eh, it's if, a little... you, if you find that. W- that one, uh, that one person on uh, Tinder, they seem so good, and then you meet them, and you realize, mm-hmm. oh my God, I'm, 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 I've lost all my money yes. and my dignity and my will to live. Uh, there's a great who movie. else? Who else is on <laughs> Tinder that I can find? There's a great movie by the way called Fresh right now with Sebastian Stan. Oh, you know, we try. I tried watching it last night, oh, and yeah. it was so gross. Yeah. I'm like, this is oh <laughs> no, I'd rather watch Doctor Pimple Popper. Oh yeah, Doctor. I like Doctor Pimple. Popper. I like Doctor Pimple Popper, but that show is it. Yeah, it's yeah, over no. the top. Yeah, for it's sure. a it's a bit, it's a bit much. And I had just eaten dinner, and I and and I like yeah, no, this ain't gonna sit well with me. You don't want to give away too much. I don't want to ruin. You know me. I don't like uh, to uh, to to be a spoiler mm-hmm. uh, ever. No, right. he just likes to ruin movies and TV shows for everybody. What are you talking about? I I've never done that except for like a handful of times. You know what he did to me mm. when uh, the last episode of The Sopranos? Yeah, he told me what happened like throughout the whole show. Wow. Uh, and I'm like, are you serious? I have to like I was at. the... I was working here for fives of dollars at the time. I didn't have access to HBO. I had to go to a friend's house yeah. during the week while he was at work to watch his HBO on demand so I could catch up with the show. I think it was the the, uh, the second to last show. And I said, listen, I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm not going to tell you how they kill Phil Leotardo at the end. Mm-hmm. And, that, yeah. and then he's like, you killed Phil Leotardo. I'm yeah, like, I know. I didn't tell you I was, how. Yeah, I was a little upset about that. I have an ex-wife who refused to watch any movie with me unless she was able to look at the entire plot before we watched the movie. She had to, or she wouldn't watch. Really? Yes. Hmm. Surprised oh that didn't God. work out for you. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a woman who knows what she wants. I guess. And apparently it wasn't you. Yes. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> she likes blue cheese, doesn't she? <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. You had to be here to hear from last no, hour, but you can no, catch up can, on the on the podcast. Exactly, That's Dave. Right. See, you never you see. This is the thing. Like you know, we 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 focus on this morning, morning, morning thing. But right. you know, the majority of people are listening to this show at any given hour of the mm-hmm. day. I wouldn't wake up early for this. No, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I wouldn't even wake up late for this. <laughs> in Feeding Hills, a teenager has died, and an adult was injured in a house fire. Agawam, Wednesday morning, according to Massachusetts Department of Fire Services spokesman Jake Wark, it happened around 9 a.m. Agawam firefighters called to a fire at a home on Squire Lane in Feeding Hills. Portions of the roof had collapsed over the main house mm-hmm. as well as the attached garage. A horrible uh, situation. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I always said uh, my one of my biggest fears is a house fire um, because people, I think, you know, when they do these fire safety things at schools mm-hmm. and things like that, you really, it's good that they do those things, but I don't think the average person really understands yeah. how, like, you can't you can't see anything if most of the times smoke is filling the house, and that's what most people die from is smoke inhalation. Sure. You're not actually dying from being burned by the fire. You're mm-hmm. actually dying from the smoke inhalation. And 
No matter how much you think you know your surroundings and your and your house, if you're if it's filled with smoke and you can't see anything, yeah. and you're waking up in the middle of the night, that it throws your sense of direction completely off. Yeah, it is a horrible situation. You're right. I would have yeah. a fear of that. I think only superseded by my fear of dying in a collapsing building in the middle of the night in Florida. Because yeah, you guys, oh, that you was got, an awful one too. You yeah. got no, yeah. no warning, no chance. Well, you guys are a bundle of laughs today. Is there some sort of salad dressing we could talk about instead? (laughs) Maybe. Well, I do have this one to cleanse the palate. This is kind of interesting. A 21-year-old woman has gone viral on TikTok. Her handle is at Playboy LaCroix. And apparently she says she moved into a retirement complex. Again, she's 21. She's living in a retirement complex because she was struggling to find other accommodations in her town. She explains because of the nature of her job, she needs to be at work physically, and she travels a lot, but it was impossible to find housing in this area where she lives. So this town has a lot of people who come there for the reason of getting some low-income housing at this retirement complex. So this retirement complex started allowing people to live with the old folks because it was the only way they could apparently rent all their units. Right. So... She says, I feel like I'm in an episode of the Golden Girls, but I kind of like it. Yeah, but is she causing all kinds of ruckus and no, uh, things no, like that? No, she's very responsive. The old, the old folks probably love her. Yeah. But that's usually why they do that, the uh, 55 and over thing, mm-hmm. because they don't want younger people right. living in those complexes. Right. I, I don't know yeah. if there, there may be a separate article <laughs> talking about how the residents, the older residents, feel about this woman. I don't know. You know, I used to live next to a, like an assisted living home thing. It was like a, it's like a HUD housing or something. Right. Uh, for 55 and over uh, people. Mm-hmm. And then uh, every once in a while... We'd always we'd say, oh, there's an apartment open. Every time you see an ambulance coming up the driveway, you're like, oh, Hilltown Ambulance is here. Somebody's getting a new apartment coming their way. And uh, they, the one time there was this, uh, we, we kind of shared this property line of the driveway. My house, uh, my driveway and their side of the property right. was abutted. And the back door to the, one of the buildings of this place went down into my property. And uh, people, only the, the the ones that could move freely would be the ones that would use that door because it was a set of stairs. And most of the other people were elderly, so they would have to go out the accessible uh, ramps and sure. stuff like that. Well, all of a sudden, uh, this one lady moves in, and then all of a sudden there's this influx of like teenagers walking up my driveway. Walking up my driveway and going into the uh, the back door of this place, and uh, so I, uh, you know, being the nosy neighbor, uh, said something uh, to uh, the local uh, police uh, department and yeah. said, uh, "There's something going on over here. It's just weird that this one lady's got this all these kids coming over. You know what she was doing? No, she was selling her medication." To uh, to the to some of these kids. No kidding. Yeah. How about that? Wow. Yeah. Don't be damned. So like, like kids all strung out on Lipitor and uh, and, and, and <laughs> I think it was a little bit worse than that. You think so? Yeah. Really? Was, uh, I think they might have been. Well, you uh, know, cholesterol is a big problem, Steve. Yeah. And then uh, she wound up getting kicked out of there. Believe it or not. 
That's too bad. Highs in the low 50s today. Some slippery travel this morning and some ice on your windshield. But again, it's going to be in the lower 50s today. So we got that. Coming up in just a couple of minutes here, there's a brand new breakfast beer. And which actor holds the record for using the most swear words in movie history? I think you'll be surprised. Now hear this coming up on Rock 102. Holiday bills from... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551. And Brian Adams on Rock 102. Check that. 751. What did I say? Uh, yeah, 751. Yeah, you, you... See, it's still the you, same show. It, hey, it's, he does this all the time. No, no, no. A, I, I don't even pay attention to it anymore it, well, because yeah. he screws it up. It's 551 somewhere. There you go. Hey, there it, you is, go. it is a Thunderbird <laughs> Thursday, by the way. We have uh, tickets to an upcoming uh, Thunderbird's home game, plus uh, Tommy Cross will be joining us next hour uh, on Thunderbird Thursday here on Rock 102. It's uh, going to be nice today, sunny and a high of 51, and it's 24 right now in downtown Springfield. And oh, yeah. There you go. Now hear this. Now hear this. It's just the normal noises in here. You hear me? You're only hearing what you want to hear. Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. First clip from late night host James Corden on his show last night. With St. Patrick's Day right around the corner, the Irish beer brand Guinness is releasing a special drink for the occasion. It's a breakfast beer. This is true. The beer is brewed using an Irish breakfast tea, and it's called Breakfast Tea Amber Ale. Look at that. I mean, 7 a.m. somewhere, right? <laughs> it, is an, it is on yeah, this show. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Are we down with that or not? Breakfast uh, beer. Breakfast they, beer. Uh, they did this uh, probably about five years ago, and they came out with a Lucky Charms flavored beer. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? It's like, listen, uh, you little amateurs, you little <laughs> hipster amateurs, mm-hmm. why don't you just take the can of beer of Natty Daddy and throw it over a bowl of Lucky Charms like we used to do? That's it. Back in my day, we had a good old eggs and kegs party, and that was good fun. That's right. Cut out the middleman. I had beer on cornflakes one time after a big party at yeah. the fraternity house. And it would taste it fine, didn't it? Mm. <laughs> I don't think so. No, probably not. I wouldn't do that again. All right, so a uh, second clip comes from Jimmy Fallon. Guess which actor has issued the most swear words mm. in movie history? I'm going to go with Samuel Jackson. I was going to say Kirk Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, one of you, actually you're both incorrect. Here's Jimmy Fallon with Samuel L. Jackson on the show last night. There's a list of someone who said the most swear words in movie history. And I was like, who oh, yeah. Who won? It's not you. It's Jonah Hill. That's some bull****. I mean, that's a... <laughs> what? I mean, I mean, no. <laughs> that's no. That, no. No way, No man. way, man. <laughs> I mean, no way, man. No way, man. So Jonah, then Leo. Jonah Hill, really? And then you. That's, and Leo. That feels impossible to me. Jonah Hill, then Leo. I don't, I don't b- believe that. Yeah. You, got, you have to catch Some, up to Jonah. Somebody has miscounted. How many Jonah got? Jonah has 376, and you have 301. Just curse words or a specific curse word? I just said, no. Oh, that's interesting. Because <laughs> if it was the curse word. Specific. That one. The one. The one. You're the champ. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you very much. Yeah, I wouldn't mess with that. Come on. Yeah, yeah. That list is ridiculous. So I guess you're kind of right, Steve. We'll give you half well, credit there. I would think, you know, that I don't. I didn't really realize about all the movies that Jonah Hill was in. Nor I wouldn't. I. Even, I wouldn't even have thought of right. that. I think Samuel Jackson is the face, though, of the person who yes. you would think oh. that would swear the oh, most. Oh, yeah, in for a movie. sure. But he's got the F word locked up. He's got many other words than that too that he 
uses, like these uh, Monday through Friday snakes off this. Mo- <laughs> yeah, we gotta get these monkey fighting snakes off this Monday through Friday plane. <laughs> Did you ever hear that edit? Yes, with the snakes on a plane. Yes, I have. Good times. Yes. Made for TV. Or the Royale in Pulp Fiction, right? Doesn't he go off on that? He does. At yeah. some point. Yep. He's got a lot of them. But yeah, you're right. Jonah Hill, I wouldn't have thought of. No, I wouldn't have either. And Leo. <laughs> Although well, I find myself swearing while I'm watching Jonah Hill movies, I, but for I, different I, reasons. I think anybody who's in a Martin Scorsese movie is going to swear quite a bit. So I, I could see Leo DiCaprio because of all the, you know, he was in uh, the, uh, what's the one about Boston? It was about- it was, Oh, uh, The Departed. The, the Departed. Yeah. I would have thought Joe Pesci would have been up there pretty high, yeah, too. that's a good point. Uh, and I think Marty Caproni was talking about this yesterday with Leo, but with with the N word. I think it was in um, Django Unchained, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where it was like lots of that, and he was saying that Leo was uncomfortable saying that word. He probably was, but I he would still think got, so, right. He still got paid his twenty million dollars to be in it. Right, makes it a little easier, right? Uh, do we want one more? No, I don't think we have time for one more, actually. Uh, we got sports coming up in just a couple of minutes here, and we've got the latest. Saved by the clock again. Yes. Uh, the latest <laughs> on NFL trades and also Buddy Bayheim. Yes, Jim Bayheim's son committed a crime, sort of, in a game. We'll have that with some audio coming up in sports on Rock 102. How cold it? And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, don't get me wrong. I love my parents. They raised me to be a quivering bag of insecurity, the one that you hear before you today. But you ever look at those people and say, man, I wish I had a do-over? Well, imagine how you might feel if you found out that your real father was worth $10.6 billion. Now, in my case, I know for a fact that my dad's not worth that much. But there's absolutely no denying I'm his son. But with $10.6 billion on the table, I'd be putting Maury Povich on speed dial and let that man swab anything he needed. Yesterday, the Dallas Morning News reported that a 25-year-old woman is suing Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones to unseal a non-disclosure agreement that was signed by her mother back in 1996, proving that Jerry Jones was, in fact, her biological father. Not only that, she claims that Jerry paid uh, $375,000 to the woman's mother to buy her silence. According to the lawsuit, Alexandra Davis, who now lives in Washington, D.C., claims that Jerry Jones pursued her mother, who was a flight attendant at the time, and fathered a child. Not wanting to let that information out, Jerry Jones allegedly paid the mother to secure her confidentiality. Ms. Davis is asking for the court to unseal that confidentiality agreement so she can be recognized as Jerry Jones's daughter. Now, I don't particularly care for Jerry Jones or the Dallas Cowboys. In fact, I can't stand either one of them. But with a net worth of $10.6 billion, I would be the very first one to call him daddy. I would mow his lawn. I would shovel his driveway. I would even buy him a world's number one dad t-shirt. I think my real father would want it that way. Listen, I don't know if this woman is really Jerry Jones' daughter. All I know is that Jerry Jones has yet to make a public statement, but I assume that's because she's beyond the age of being claimed as a dependent on his taxes. He also has a wife who he's been married to since 1963, plus they have three grown children of their own. Something tells me that Father's Day at the Jones estate is going to be a little tense this year, especially when Maury Povich shows up and says, Jerry, you are the father. 
But hey, enough of my yapping. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace ha- uh, Hardware. You get in a ladder, you brush, uh, you paint all over the place. You don't want to go back up there for years. That's why you go to Rocky's for Benjamin Moore paint. That stuff lasts a long time. There are cheaper paints out there, but who wants to get back on that ladder anytime soon? Good people, rock solid service, and Benjamin Moore paint and every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.09 in the cars with back Steve and Dave in Rock 102. Going to be a nice day today. Sunny and a high of 51. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 55. It's 24 right now in downtown Springfield. And it's a Thunderbird Thursday. Defenseman Tommy Cross from the team joining us right now. By the way, the newly re-signed defenseman Tommy Cross. Congrats on that, Tommy. Oh, thanks, guys. Appreciate that. You, uh, you jamming up the, uh, the, the parent team for a lot of cash on that one? <laughs> uh, no, no. They said there was interest, and I was like, oh, 100%, I'm coming back." So it was pretty easy. That's it. That's all that takes. We're interested. I'll <laughs> give me a pen. That's all it takes. I mean, basically, I was telling them I was interested too. So it mutually works out great. And I love playing in Springfield. I love being close to where I grew up. And uh, we got a good team. So uh, everything was. Uh, it seems like a win for all sides. Tommy Cross, the only volunteer defenseman in the AHL. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to pay you in Big E tickets. What are they going to What are they going to do? Hey, honestly, I would take anything at this point. So I'm just happy to still be playing. It's fun. I mean, don't tell my agent I said that. <laughs> right. Hey, Tommy. Uh, uh, this is Steve Nagel. We've never uh, spoken before. I'm so I'm going to break the ice here. <laughs> Listen to you breaking the ice and, and try out some of my uh, my hockey material. Are you ready? Uh, I'm ready. I'm looking forward to this. All right. What made the short-tempered coach of the hockey team so frustrated when he opened his mail? He had so many forwards. Ah, do you get that? Do you get that, Tommy? I bet you do. Of course he gets it. Uh, have you seen the hockey player? Uh, have you? Uh, I'm not done yet. Have you seen the hockey player who visited the bank? No. He wanted to give out more checks. Ah, isn't that funny? You know what I'm right? Uh, hey! 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 You know where you get, you get your new hockey uniform? New Jersey! <laughs> get it! New yeah. Jersey. Tommy, I'm sorry. I don't, I, I'm sorry. Nothing to apologize, nothing to apologize uh, for. Hey, uh, congratulations, though, because you know I know in Springfield we've had uh, teams that have been good and we've had teams that have that have struggled, but the, the, the Thunderbirds are second place in the Atlantic Division behind Providence. You've had a couple games with them. I know when it gets to be, you know, you know, middle of the season, you get past the halfway point, you start really thinking seriously about, you know, the postseason and 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 how far you go. Is is do you it does the the sense of the team kind of start thinking about that now or is it a little too early to start kind of projecting that far ahead? No, I, I think you're spot on. I think now is the time where you start to you don't necessarily start to think about playoffs yet, but you start to realize that there's only, you know, we're, we're in the final third of the season. So you start to, you know, um, I guess shape your game to be successful in playoffs. I think different styles can win October, November, December, even into the new year. But I think at this time of the season, you start to realize that, you know, certain things aren't going to fly anymore as the game games get more intense and physical. And you start to, I think, um, you know, mold your style after a, a style that you know is going to be successful in playoffs. Talking to Tommy Cross, defenseman from the Springfield Thunderbirds on a Thunderbird Thursday at Rock 102. And 
with what's going on in Ukraine right now, are you noticing anything specific in dealing with teammates or opponents who are Ukrainian or Russian? Um, well, obviously, it's a terrible situation over there, and, um, you know, everyone uh, wants peace, and, and war is not uh, it's terrible to see, so I, I don't even know what to say about the, the issue there, uh, other than um, I think in our in our locker room, we have a few Russian players, and, um, you know, while we don't, like I said, while we don't like to see that there's war going on, and, um, you know, it is also our job to be supportive of our teammates, and, and um, our Russian teammates are uh, really good hockey players, but incredible people, um, and they've, uh, you know, they've definitely been subject to some, some messages online and some, some hate mail and things like that, and um, you know, I think it's important for people to realize that, you know, not all Russian people are involved in, you know, in the politics over there and, and, and who's making the decisions. And, and these are, you know, at least in our locker room, they're good people that we're dealing with and uh, they don't want to see war either. So, um, yeah, it's been a, you know, a little bit of a dicey situation, but I think first and foremost, obviously is, is that the Ukrainian people, uh, you know, hopefully make it through this and find a way to stay safe. You know, it's, 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 it's too bad that you have, uh, you know, trolls out there who, you know, are looking to criticize somebody simply because, of their nationality or you know where they're you know, where they're from. I mean, when you're talking about like the Russian players on your team, I mean, this is a this is a a, a disagreement, an action of, of war between governments, not necessarily about the individual people. Like you said, you know, the the players on your team uh, who are from Russia, they're not really involved in the politics of of this. They're just trying to play hockey and and be good teammates. Exactly. That's a hundred percent true. And, and, um, you know, I can't speak for everyone in, in hockey and all the Russians involved or, you know, for that matter, all the different nationalities, whether it's Americans, Canadians or, or whoever. Um, but the, the, the Russians on our team are, are, uh, really good people. And, and, you know, they, like I said, they hate to see the war going on and, and it is politics between governments. It's not, uh, you know, not everyone that's a Russian or a Ukrainian or an American, or you, know, you can't paint everyone with the same brush. Well, the Continental Hockey League, that's spelled with a K, you know, K-H-L, that's the main league over in Russia. And yesterday the NHL suspended all dealings with the Russian Continental Hockey League. Do you have any buddies playing over there that that would affect? Um, I know a couple guys uh, that have played in the AHL um, during my career that have gone over there to play. Um, I know a couple of them have come home. I know they're, they've moved into playoffs uh, right before the Olympics. They suspended their season and then they jumped right to playoffs once the Olympics concluded. I think some of that was because uh, they had a feeling that there was some conflict coming politically. Um, so, I mean, there's always crazy stories about, you know, what goes on over there. It obviously is a good hockey league, um, but I haven't uh, I haven't spoken with any of the guys that are over there or have come home since. I think there's a couple of over 40 leagues are calling themselves the Incontinental Hockey League. <laughs> <laughs> Do they take volunteer hockey players? Uh, they might. <laughs> you're, you're not that far away from it, Frank. Uh, frankly, Tommy. Well, that was a real joke, Max, as opposed to the other ones that Steve well, told. No, just... so it's, Steve, what you were telling, those jokes were, were, were spot on, Steve. Well, what are you talking My jokes are uh, great. This is how, Hey, why, why don't uh, carpenters, <laughs> why can't carpenters uh, play hockey? I don't know. They always get nailed to the boards. Hey! Yeah. I bet, bet you never heard that one, Tommy, did you? 
Hey, I love those jokes, but I'd, I'd hate to hear which jokes didn't make the cut. <laughs> hey, I don't go to your job and slap the puck out of your hand. You uh, you let me do what I'm doing over here. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, so as far as the team goes, big weekend this weekend on the road, right? Yep, we're headed down. we got to fly down to Charlotte today. We play there uh, tomorrow and Saturday, so two big games, uh, divisional games, and I think Charlotte's on a four-game heater, so they're playing well. Um, our standings are tight. Obviously, Austin, Providence are at the top, but there's, you know, there can be big swings in short amount of time. So uh, we're just looking to keep playing well. Uh, the boys are, we're feeling pretty good. We're, we're confident in our game. We like our group, and uh, we're having fun. Very good, Tommy Cross from the uh, Springfield Thunderbirds. Uh, by the way, it is a Thunderbird Thursday. We have uh, flex tickets for an upcoming uh, home game. Tenth caller right now at two nine three one zero two one. Tommy, good to talk to you, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. You too. You bet. It's uh, 818 with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 824. And Joan Jett with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. It's going to be uh, mostly sunny today with a high of 51. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 55. It's 24 right now in downtown Springfield. It's a Thunderbird Thursday. we got to get a winner for those flex tickets. Rock 102, who's this? I'm just Fran. Fran, you're the 10th caller on the back Steve and Dave show. Whoopee! <laughs> We had to count all the way to ten to get you. Oh, you guys can count. Yeah, that's it's uh, surprising us too. Do you like hockey? Yes, I do. Well, you're gonna love to go to any game you want with the flux ticket from the Thunderbird. All right. Would you like a Would you like a Tylenol with that uh, pair of tickets? Because that gives me a headache too. Or how about some earplugs? Right. <laughs> Both. All right. All right. Listen, congratulations. I'm going to put you on hold, and uh, Steve's going to get all your information. All of your information. All, all of it. it. <laughs> all the line will set you up. What, what are you auditioning to take over for Pat Kelly as the PA guy? Oh, Mass God. Mutual? No, or no, 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 no. I'm much more popular than he is. Well, it, yeah, you, you got to consider the, uh, the the bar of expectation. It's true. Hey, uh, real quick, if you missed any part of the uh, the Bax, Dave, and Steve show, check out the, uh, the daily podcast available on rock102.com. You can also find it on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify. And also check out Baxi's musical podcast. My guest this week, Lee Ving of the band Fear. Pretty interesting interview, and you can check that out on rock102.com. Uh, by the way, we did talk to Tommy Cross earlier, and they are on the road this weekend, but the high-flying Thunderbirds are back at the Mass Mutual Center for three home games next week. Oh, All there right, you go. Then. We have news coming up next on Rock 102. Hi, folks. Adam Quinville here. Thank you. Throughout Western Massachusetts, connecting the communities that you call home. When you join us, we put you first, connecting you with everything you can find at a big bank and more, giving you the freedom to plan your day and build your life. So let's connect. Become a member today. Freedom Credit Union. Freedom is yours. Freedom Credit Union is federally insured by NCUA. Shares and deposits in excess of NCUA limits are fully insured by MSIC. Equal housing lender. Just about 829 with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car whether you trade it or not. Filling in for uh, nobody today is uh, Dave Coombs. I don't even know why I'm saying that. Why are you saying that? I don't know, because I'm so used to introducing one guy and not the other. Anyway, it's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Russia's attack on Ukraine continues. A maternity hospital, the latest target in the southeastern Ukrainian port city of Maripol, Apparently severely damaged by a Russian airstrike yesterday, according to Ukrainian officials who said at least 17 people were wounded in the attack on the, again, maternity hospital. Yeah, yeah. he's a real scumbag, that Putin. 
you know, when you're uh, going after the uh, the nuclear power plant and now this mm-hmm. and then your refugees are simply trying to save the lives of their uh, families. Uh, yeah, you have to look at that and go, is this guy for real? You know, the the thing that, uh, you know, we've talked about this in the last couple of weeks as well, that the the ones that get captured, the Russian soldiers that get captured, mm-hmm. uh, the Ukrainians are feeding them. And uh, have you seen any of the interactions between uh, the Ukrainians and the Russians with, when they get ca- very, captured? So very even, humane. Even though they're being attacked, they're still kind. They're still kind, but they're also like, you know, uh, you get to call your mother. We're calling right. your mother and we're telling you to come and pick you up and take your ass back home. It it's kind of weird how like they're all, especially the ones that get captured, are just given up. Like they're not fighting, going, you know, mm-hmm. this this crazy Putin made me do this, right? <laughs> I think uh, in a way they they just want to get out of it. Yeah, and your and your mom is coming to pick you up. Mm-hmm. That would be more of a punishment than what Putin has to give you. How embarrassing would that be? All right. Closer to home, the truck driver involved in the crash that killed Massachusetts State Trooper Tamar Bucci. Still under investigation. No charges have officially been filed yet against that truck driver. But the memorial services for the state trooper did occur yesterday. And a bunch of Springfield cops were on hand. They made the trip via a King Gray coach line bus that was provided free of charge for their transportation from here to there. Yeah, quite uh, an impressive display yesterday. Uh, I was watching that on New England Cable News uh, for a good part of the morning. And again, I'm always impressed by, unfortunately, we have to have this display, but I'm always impressed by the, you know, solidarity and the uniformity and the, and the, it's Mm -hmm. very somber ceremony and it's, it's, uh, it's kind of soul shaking in a way, if you will, you know, to watch that happen and mm-hmm. and to know you know how much they they respect uh their own and how much people just on the street who didn't even know this trooper personally but standing alongside they had pictures of kids like just saluting yep. as, as the casket and the uh, the procession went by very yeah. impressive pay attention when you're driving on the roadway there are other examples of that by the way to talk about locally jaylene gonzalez a young girl from Anfield, Connecticut, lost her life Sunday afternoon in East Windsor because she was hit on 91 by a vehicle mm. driven by a 37-year-old man who was having a text argument with his wife at the time while driving. Yeah, this is uh, the unfortunate uh, mm. result of the texting and driving mm-hmm. thing. And uh, as I was saying before, I think most of us are guilty of it, mm-hmm. are guilty of doing it. Yeah. But Yep, we think yeah. we can handle it. You know, oh, I can yeah. do it real quickly here, but you know, some things can happen in a split nanosecond. Well, human beings can sometimes be a—I don't want to say it's arrogance. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is arrogance to say, "Well, you know, do you know, it, it, it's, it's wrong for everybody else to do it. Mm-hmm. I know how to do it, yeah. but everybody else—that's wrong." Well, no, you, you don't. If you're you're stuck looking at the at, at your screen. You're not yeah. looking at the road. And I'm putting myself in that category of being in the wrong because I'm guilty of doing it. There's been times where people text me and I feel the need that I need to. Well, I got this. I'm mm-hmm. on a major highway going 70 miles an hour. Right. Surely yeah. I could pick up this phone and uh, look what uh, somebody had to say to well, me. It's like the other day. You know, the 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 boss is texting me. You know, I'm driving in my car, mm-hmm. and yet I kind of feel like I need to. To answer back, but you know, I don't want to talk to the boss.
boss. Uh, there's nothing he's going to tell me that I need to to respond to right away. I don't want to talk to. He's going to have to wait. Yeah, I don't want to talk to the boss on a normal. Uh, if I'm just sitting here, yes. let alone uh, driving along in a highway. Well, there's a GoFundMe campaign to cover the funeral costs of that young lady from Enfield. You can search that up on, online if you want to contribute to that. And along the same lines, an investigation underway after a 17-year-old boy was struck by a car on Whiting Farms Road just after 6 p.m. on Tuesday. Holyoke police telling Western Mass News that the teen was taken to Bay State Medical Center with unknown but significant injuries. His condition is not known at this time. That's one of those areas where there is a lot of housing around there, a lot of apartment complexes and things like that, but it's such a busy road. Yeah. And you see people, you know, attempting to cross uh some I'm not blaming this person that got that got hit, mm-hmm. but you see people crossing because it's convenient to to cross that major thoroughfare there and th- there's a people speed down that road like nobody's business. It's a, it's like I I don't know why you can't adhere to the speed limit instead of going. 50, I think it's only like thirty five miles an hour, but people are going you know fifty or sixty down Whiting Farms Road. And from dangerous vehicular accidents to a couple steps down at least, but still vehicular incidents mm-hmm. in our midst. Sunderland officers were called to several incidents this past weekend. Both of them. Yeah. And some Deerfield cops to help them as well. All four of them? <laughs> That's like now, what, six cops? Yeah. Around 4.30 p.m. on Saturday, an officer stopping a vehicle on Route 63 for doing 76 and a 50. While speaking to the driver, a 20-year-old Sunderland man may have been intoxicated. The field sobriety test was performed, and the driver placed under arrest and charged with various things. Later Saturday, around 6.04 p.m., officers called to an incident involving a man yelling and banging on the front door of a home on Old Amherst Road. Hmm. When officers arrived, they learned the man had broken the glass on the home storm door by pounding on it, and they found 19-year-old Averill man in the area. According to Sunderland police, he thought he was in Amherst, and he thought his friends were inside that house, and he thought they were throwing a party. And he thought they weren't letting him in, which is why he started banging on the door. I know uh, Amherst and Sunderland are very close to each other. Matter of fact, they border each other. Right. But uh, how do you distinct between where you were for a party versus, uh, you know, the surroundings of Amherst versus the surroundings of Sunderland? Well, not to not to besmirch either community, but I think if you're from Amherst, you know you're in Amherst. Yeah. Because you would never want to go to a place like Sunderland because you're living <laughs> up in Amherst. You know, this is a, this kid is lucky because in Chicopee, remember there was an incident about four or five years ago where the, the, the kid was doing this. It was a broad daylight. Kid comes to the door, starts pounding on the door. The guy who was inside the house was like sleeping or something. He was yeah worked yeah. like an overnight thing. He wound up he wound up getting uh, getting off for the charges. He wasn't uh, eventually he was found not guilty. But the homie, he shot him through the door because the guy was, you know, he, he doesn't know if the guy's going to come through the threshold. And he was, you know, right. he was scared and yeah. took out his gun. And I think that's, uh, you know, what, what ultimately got him off of those charges. But this could happen to anybody. This could happen. You're drunk. You're walking down the street. You're pounding on people's doorways. Mm-hmm. You don't, especially in a town like Sunderland, you think of people who live out in the rural areas have a lot more firepower than the ones that live, you know, within the suburban limits. But 
Not necessarily. Stupid. Yeah. But either way, um, know where the party is at. Know your audience. And maybe keep a real ID on you, just in case, because when he was questioned, he gave officers a fake Massachusetts license. Oh, man. If you so many layers of mistakes yeah. here. Yeah, he also had cuts all over his hands from pounding on the glass door that he broke. He must have really wanted to get in. Yeah, so he needed EMS, and, of course, he was booked on all sorts of charges. Now, that was just... Two of the three incidents in the Sunderland area. On Sunday, at around 3.28 in the morning, officers received a complaint about loud banging noises. Not the same guy outside a home on Montague Road. Officers in the area found a flipped vehicle in the front yard, but no driver. Sunderland and Deerfield cops found the driver walking down the road. 34-year-old Turner's Falls man treated for injuries and given a ride home. The driver telling police he had just plain... Fallen asleep behind the wheel. Again, 3.28 in the morning. He was issued a criminal complaint for operating with a suspended license, <clears throat> negligent uh, operation of a motor vehicle, and an unregistered motor vehicle as well. But at least he wasn't drunk. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, driving while you're exhausted mm -hmm. is uh, pretty dangerous, too. I mean, yeah, you know, before I got diagnosed with sleep apnea, mm -hmm. um, I used to have the hell of a time driving at night. Yeah. Because... <laughs> you just you'd fight falling asleep mm -hmm. and you know, you'd have to switch drivers or whatever but i mean you know it's it's a serious problem mm -hmm. you know, people kind of think well it's as long as he wasn't drinking uh if he's falling asleep at the wheel yep. it ain't much better just well, as dangerous well, and plus those of us who do morning radio sometimes have problems sleeping and then our sleep schedules are all thrown off years ago um trading my son back and forth between myself and his mom's house. So there was quite some distance of driving that was involved. And once in a while, I would feel myself getting drowsy. I'd pull over and get a few winks on the side of the road. I was criticized for that. What are you doing sleeping? I said, at least I didn't fall asleep while I was driving. I pulled over and took a nap for a few minutes so I could get our son safely from one place to another. Yeah. I've uh, I've pulled over, uh, you know, doing these long drives, yeah. you know, down to Florida and all that stuff. I'm by myself. I mean, I'm by myself as a driver. Yeah, you know, two kids in the back. I'm not going to take any chances. If I feel like I'm right. falling asleep, I'll right. pull over to the next rest stop, yeah. lock the doors, and then take a little nap for about forty five minutes. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Uh, what is it? Stay awake or oh, what is what? What was the, the stay whole stay alert? No, no, no. It was like a, it was like a, a, a rhyming thing. Yeah. Oh. Stay awake, take a break for safety's sake or something wow, like that. that's very Pretty good. good. Yeah. Even if that's not the thing, maybe you should do something Wait, like that. No, no, that was Kanye's poem that you quoted from yesterday. <laughs> no, that was divorce, but <laughs> uh, well, listen, same if, thing. Yeah. If you're having that problem yes. where, you, where you can't stay awake behind the wheel or whatever, go get a sleep study done. That should be, it's the easiest thing in the world to do. You're right. And, hey, boy, this is convenient. We have a sleep expert to hear from right here about... The best way to take the perfect nap. Here's Dr. Jeffrey Illiff. Check this out. There's good napping and there's bad napping. When you wake up after a nap and you feel like you just got hit by a truck, it's because what has happened is you started to build what's called sleep inertia. So once you start sleeping, after you get past a certain point, your brain gets into the mode that thinks, oh, we're doing this for the next eight hours. So sleep inertia is a new phrase. Yesterday we learned shrinkflation. Today, mm -hmm. sleep inertia oh man it's like uh, like marty said where it's like hearing from wikipedia <laughs>
Well, in this case, it was Dr. Jeffrey Illiff. I, I didn't know. I, I there wouldn't you know. Go. There you go. Yeah. You got him on speed dial? <laughs> do you do you guys take naps during the day? I try. It's very hard for me to mm-hmm. do, mostly because of the caffeine intake. Mm-hmm. I try not to have too much caffeine. I usually have like one of these iced coffees in the morning. Right. And then I try not to have any more coffee, but sometimes I do. If I take any cup of coffee past noontime, forget about it. There ain't no nap coming that way. I uh, every I'm I'm kind of like that uh, sleep inertia guy. If I take a nap, uh, you go my, too far. I go way too far, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I feel worse. Mm-hmm. So you know, to me, uh, I just I just I just go. I I'll go all night long. Yeah, that's that's the <laughs> okay, kind of Lionel Richie. That's the kind of <laughs> badass I am. If I'm feeling a little sleepy, I'll just I'll just tough it out. That's what I do. Well, good luck with your napping, folks. I, I, I tend to nap from time to time, and uh, I usually can't sleep long enough to get past the, into the sleep inertia stage, so it's not a problem for me. Highs in the low 50s today with some slippery travel this morning. You might wake up to a little ice on your windshield, although with the sunshine now, that's probably dissipating. And uh, enjoy National Ranch Dressing Day while you're out and about today, by the way. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm enjoying I'm, it. I'm, gonna get, I'm, I'm enjoying good. it left and right. <laughs> I'm going out. We're going out. Uh, we're going to ranch dressing hunting after the show. Yeah, we're going to do shots of ranch. All right. Hey, we've got a special guest coming up in just a few minutes to talk about some celebrity bartending on Rock 102. Stick with us. Associated Building Records is looking for their next employees. That's you. His Silver Bullet Band and back Steve and Dave here on Rock 102. Good morning. Going to be a nice day today. Sunny and a high of 51. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 55. It is uh, warming up 27 right now in downtown Springfield. Hey, uh, you guys want to have fun tonight? Yeah. Do you want to have a. Are you saying you want to have fun or do you really want to have fun tonight? I, I want really to get drunk tonight. Well, you know, tonight is a good night for it. We're gonna gonna be it's a it's the big uh, celebrity uh, bartending uh, event tonight at the Student Prince for the Western Mass Council of the Boy Scouts of America. On the phone, this is uh, one of the organizers, Mike Sikenti. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Good morning, Bax. How are you? I am uh, terrific. Looking forward to tonight. Tell good. us a, tell us about what uh, is going to be going on tonight. Well. Uh, First of all, uh, thank you very much for the uh, couple of minutes here to uh, just uh, get everyone in the listening audience uh, up to date on what's happening. So tonight, from uh, 5.30 till whenever we close that place down, uh, <laughs> there's going to be bartending go- bartending's going on at the fort. And uh, we've got uh, 12 bartenders that are uh, looking forward to pouring drinks for anyone and everyone who comes through those doors. Um, you and I, backs are going to be on from 6.15 to 7 o'clock. So that means that we can pre-drink uh, and we can drink a little after that. Right. Uh, but we do have, you know, you are probably the premier celebrity along with uh, the uh, the top Elvis uh, tribute artist in the world, <laughs> well, Radio Met well, from uh, Agawam. I, I, I got to interrupt you, Mike. As far as I'm concerned, uh, Ray Gilmet is the A-game of this thing i'm i'm a, i'm a b or c lister maybe along with scott cohen well i was gonna put you at maybe a b plus and cohen at a b minus <laughs> well okay but, I, I can take i can accept that you can live with that yeah and, okay and you so said anyway you, so you said that that you guys would be pre-drinking before you were serving does that mean backs will be late to the show tomorrow morning or no what? no no oh. i listen i'm a professional okay. i know how to do this i'll show up on time i may not feel great but i I will show up on time and do my job like a man. But I will tell you, uh, Mike, yeah. you know, one of the things that uh, I tend to do uh, during these celebrity bartending events, and I've done a few, 
is uh, I, I don't just uh, do a heavy pour. I go around the bar and I shake everybody down for tips. It's a total financial shakedown for the Boy Scouts because I'm a former Boy Scout myself. So I, you know, I'm I'm all what, about uh, I'm all about helping the kids. What rank did you end up at, uh, Max? Uh, first class. First class wow. before I was asked to leave. I got I got uh, life. This is Steve. Mike. I got life rank, and I never completed the uh, the project to get the Eagle Scout. You got that? You got as far as life? No I kidding? did. Yeah, I have the whole, I have the whole badge. I have the whole sachet or wow. whatever they call that. And uh, yeah, it's all done. Dave, but, you and Scouts? I was not. I was in something called Indian Guides in Connecticut. Oh, jeez, I didn't. And know. that's something you couldn't probably YMCA. you couldn't you know what you couldn't of, even do that today. Obviously, of course you were. <laughs> maybe, maybe at Foxwoods or Mohegan. Yeah, yeah maybe. Like, maybe right. you get away with that. Exactly, <laughs> Steve, that's exactly the same thing that happened to me. I timed out with my project and one merit badge to go. So I was a life scout as well. And uh, I've got two boys that are Eagle Scouts. So, back to get back to your point, yes, it is a total financial shakedown. We're looking for a <laughs> At least you admit it. <laughs> look, look, we, we, we don't sell thin mints, okay? No. We, no. It's, it's, it's bartending and popcorn. That's what we've got, and that's what we're going to do uh, to help raise some money for the council. Just a couple quick tips. The council right now, it, it encompasses all four counties in western Massachusetts. There's a little over 2,400 uh, registered scouts in the council, of which 5% are girls. Girls, as you know, just started right. coming in. And uh, the girls are really enjoying it. They're really excelling and they're taking off. Um, last year, we just had our first female Eagle Scout in addition to the 61 other Eagle Scouts. Wow. Uh, that were, um, that had to uh, earn their merit, earn their rank in the uh, council last year. Just, just a piece of advice for all those, uh, you know, adults out there listening. Each one of those Eagle Scout projects has an average value of about $10,000 in value to that community where that Eagle Scout project is uh, is done. So if you do the math, you're well over a half a million dollars in Western Massachusetts by 62 Eagle Scout projects that cities and towns may not have had the ability to, um, to, to get done without these Eagle Scouts stepping up and doing it. The other thing I wanted to say, uh, the money really does go to a great leadership organization. I mean, I hear so many want ads uh, on the uh, on your radio station, and I'll tell every one of those people who's advertising, go out and find Boy Scouts, you know, who are just out of high school or just out of college. You'll never go wrong hiring an Eagle Scout. Um, and uh, the big beneficiary, one of the big beneficiaries of tonight's event is going to be our 1,600-acre uh, Horace A. Moses uh, Scout Reservation up in Russell, Massachusetts. Just a piece of tidbit, uh, Horace A. Moses founded Strathmore Paper, and he was also the founder of Junior Achievement. Oh, so wow. we, uh, we, we've, we've got a piece of property up there that always, always needs improvement. And uh, it is, I call it God's country up there because it's such a beautiful place. I I, I live right near there, Mike. It's a a beautiful, beautiful property. I think I went there for some kind of music festival, I think, was happening about five or six years ago. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, if yep. that, you know, but but it's it is a really nice place. And and that's the thing. It's like, you know, this is 
I think people sometimes think Boy Scouts are like, ah, oh, they're just, you know, little kids asking for money. But the values that these kids learn and the survival skills and all these, I, I had so much fun doing that. And yeah. I think what stopped me from doing the Eagle Project is I let my teenage coolness level prevent no i'm serious i backed out of it because i I didn't think it was cool anymore but you know now the uniforms have changed and and things like that so it it doesn't get that stigma as it used to get i I think any any, i think any kid that gets to the point where they're close to uh an eagle badge or you know any kid's been in scouting knows you know the value of that and the hard work that goes into Mm -hmm. getting it because it's i mean it, it is a massive achievement for a kid to get his Eagle Scout. And how have the uniforms changed, by the way? I wasn't aware of that. Steve, how, what do they look like now versus what? They're what business they? suits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mike, explain what they are because I can't really. I, I was. It's. It's. it's well, well, it's. It's. You know, sometimes it's not mandatory that the. Uh, the remember the neckerchiefs that you guys, yeah. Steve and, yep. and Mike, mm-hmm. were wearing? It's not mandatory anymore. It's an open collar, green shirt. Yeah. Um, you put your rank on your on your pocket, and um, you know it, it's uh, it's really it's really cool because um, what you just said, Steve, is one of the biggest problems that we face. Is that um, you know you didn't think it was cool anymore? Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you this: that um, you know kids who stick with it, and of the four percent of all the scouts that start uh, in Boy Scouts, only four percent achieve the rank of Eagle. And I can tell you this, that my older son probably would not have gone to the United States Military Academy had he not had that Eagle Scout wow. yeah. uh, rank that he achieved. And um, so it's a great leadership program um, as, the, uh, as the boys and now the girls rise up through the ranks. Uh, more leadership responsibility is given to them. And, and here's the last thing I'll say. Uh, before I start, uh, uh, you know, uh, begging for money is <laughs> the things that, the things that you learn as a scout, you still, uh, use today. Last Friday, I was down in Westerly, Rhode Island, helping a buddy build a, uh, rebuild, totally rebuild his house. And we had to lift some lumber off of this deck and then lower it uh, down. So what did I use? I used my bowling and, you know, if you, it's, it's one of the most, uh, used knots, but you know, that came back to me as soon as I started tying it, I knew exactly what the knot was. So there are so many things that come through life saving, whether it's community service, but it, it's just a great organization. And, uh, if you've got a, uh, a, a boy or a girl that is 11 years old, uh, and they're interested in the scouts, contact the Western Mass Council in Westfield. Mm-hmm. If they're younger and they want uh, to get involved in, in Cub Scouts, uh, please get them started young. It, and it's really become a lot of it, uh, moms and dads participate in the leadership of these groups. Michael, we're, we're running out of time, uh, you, but real quick. So it's the student prints tonight starts at 530. You and I are going to be uh, working around 615. One of the cool things about this, and the, real quick, if you can't be there at the student prints tonight, you can actually leave tips online at wmascouting.org backslash server2022. That's a really cool way of doing it. Not a lot of people do that for their uh, for their celebrity bartending event. So I, I applaud you for that. 
and make sure, make sure you click on uh, Bax's, uh, check off Bax's box so that he gets credit for all those donations. If I had a dime uh, for every time someone real, said really, that. Yeah. Yeah, by the way, I'm, I'm, bring, really... I'm bringing the canteen so you can fill it with vodka for me, just like we used to do at the scout camp. <laughs> That's why you didn't make it past that That's level. Bad. That's why I didn't get it. Mike Sikenti, I'll see you tonight. We, and... still, we still do that, Nagel. We still do that. <laughs> I'll be there tonight. I'll see you later. <laughs> All right, Mike. Thanks, thanks, thanks so much. It's uh, 8.59 with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Is it snowing in Southwick? Are there power outages in Palmer? Rock 102 is always live and local with up-to-the-minute storm information and reports. Powered by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Winter Storm headquarters before and after the storm. Hey, man. Good to see you again. How's things? Uh, you know, same thing, different day. 